0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Morelia Python Radio. It is your host, Owen McIntyre. Eric is dead. He has ceased to be. He is no more. He is gone. I have replaced him immediately with the backup hobbit, which is Mr. Rob Stone. Rob, say hello to the people. Hello. Good Good job. (laughs) We're already doing well. So uh, Eric, of course, had another uh, health issue with his asthma, so he asked Rob to step in, and today we're st- speaking with uh, Frank, and I'm going to let him pronounce his last name for me because I cannot do it. I'm not oh, even going to on, try. Oh, no, no, come on, Owen. It's cold No, 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 yeah, he, no, Hey, no. he got it. Bob got it perfect.
1: What? Let's hear you. What try
0: now say? <laughs> <laughs> he got it nah. like, on point. That's because he's he's <laughs> he's better at this shit than I am. So um, but we're going to talk geckos. We're going to talk Australia stuff. We're going to talk herping. We're going to do all the fun stuff that we normally do. Um, so Frank, welcome to Muralia Python Radio. It's good to have you on. And Thanks, um, I mean, let's just kind of jump right into a little bit. Um, so your is it your channel is the reptile reptilian diaries? Yeah,
1: my uh, my YouTube okay. channel is is Reptilian Diaries. Yeah,
0: nice. So, what brought you kind of into reptiles?
1: Uh, I'm, I've been into reptiles my whole life. Like, there's been no. It's it's kind of a trip. It, I, I can't I can't remember not having reptiles. Um, when I was a kid, my dad owned a pet shop, so obviously mm-hmm. that's kind of how it started. Um, grew up in. Kind of central northern California in a in a town called Santa Cruz. And um yeah, just grew up literally in a pet shop. It wasn't like a crazy reptile store, it was more tropical fish, but it was one of those good old-fashioned pet shops, man. We had freaking, I mean, you know, now it's no good, but we had puppies, we had freaking alligators, mm-hmm. we had crazy fish, <laughs> all kinds of snakes and reptiles, like all the good shit. We had. It was just one of those, you know, I'm sure you guys know, I miss those kind of pet shops where you go. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) So it was one of those, like, you know, we'd always have, you know, imports coming in, whether it would be fish Mm -hmm. or reptiles or both. And, you know, back at the house, you know, we'd always have parrots and and arowanas and big fish tanks and boas and whatnot. So that was like second nature to me. Being in a house that didn't have pets was like, yo, what's what's wrong with you guys? What is this? Don't (laughs) Don't trust those people.
0: Yeah, now yeah, exactly. those, those people are weird. Yeah.
1: Seriously. And um, and growing up in in, uh, in Santa Cruz was it's not great herping. Um, mm. if anyone's from Santa Cruz, they'll probably be like, yeah, it is, but it's not. There's a few good <laughs> things up here. There's like there's a couple of dope things. I mean, there's mm. there's Zonata, which you know, everyone wants to find Mountain Kings, there's rubber bow, there's dicamptodon, which is the Pacific giant salamander, mm. um, or the California giant salamander some Encetinas, which are some other salamanders and, you know, algaria, alligator lizards. So there was enough for me to, uh, to go out in my yard and, and flip, flip pieces of wood and shit, look for stuff and kind of get that bug. And it mm-hmm. just—it never left me. You know, I was—I've always just wanted to. Every time I see a log, I'm like, that log is getting flipped.
0: Like, Something's you know,
1: underneath it. I'll be like, dude, I like—I'll be on a hike with a girlfriend or whatever, just be like, I'm that log's getting flipped. And they, I remember back in the day, to be like, what the fuck? I'd be like, I'm, I'm flipping that log. Yeah, uh, you don't I'd know like, what's under there. It's it's like, you know, <laughs> we might find something. And they're like, you find what? We don't want to find whatever's under there. But so I mean, that—that's kind of how I got into reptiles and started keeping stuff. Um. I remember, I think my very first pair of geckos were tokes when I was 11. And (laughs) geez, dude, I remember looking at, um, shit, it was a green hardback. I don't think it was national geographic, but it was called the reptiles. I'm sure everyone's Mm. seen this book and it had just this picture of a toke that was just fucking blue and orange. And I was like, that is the sickest gecko I've ever seen. And then at the pet shop, dude, they got some. And
0: oh, I thought they were gone. so
1: rad. Had no clue about a toque. So my dad's like, yeah, go grab one. Dude, <laughs> lit me up. My mom got super pissed at my dad about that because I got like, <laughs> jacked up, dude. Like, I just went in and it just, wah, wah, boom, got me. Pretty good. <laughs> but I, I wanted a tokay, a pair. Yeah, totally. Tokes are savage. I love them, though.
0: Mm-hmm. So got a pair, pair of tokes. Ended up
1: breeding them, so eleven years old. Nice. Uh, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not like on my own, but you know, I set everything up. My dad would make sure I was feeding everything and bred those, and then just kind of kept going. I think I got a banded gecko after that. Flying geckos, uh, cool. Calabar burrowing pythons, just kind of the old school mainstream stuff. Mm. And just, I mean, I've had my, I've had my breaks where I like Mm. maybe a year or so, I'll cut way way back. Um, Mm -hmm. but I mean, from then on, it's been solid, just solid reptiles.
0: Nice. So it's, um, what's the collection look like now?
1: Uh, right now it's actually, I'm at a, I'm kind of at a, a weird point in my reptile life. Uh, Mm. hence why I haven't put out any videos for a minute is because I'm trying to like get my shit together. I just moved Mm. from LA back up to Santa Cruz, um, and it's just been pretty crazy. It's kind of a dream because mm. when I was in LA, I had me and my wife and my daughter. We were all living in a one-bedroom apartment
2: cool. in a
1: freaking like right in the city. But I mean, I'd been down there for like 20 years. I had a good job. My our spot was cool, centrally located by the beach. Mm. I had a garage for my reptiles. Everything was dope. Um, but you know, we always want bigger. We always want better. For the reptiles and for us and so and we've been wanting to move back up to santa cruz because i have a bunch of family up here and it's it's a dope spot to raise kids it's redwood mm. forests and beaches and it's it's epic so we've been wanting to come back up finally a perfect time came my sister bought this massive equestrian center it's got a big old guest house Whoa. on it that she wanted to rent us so now we're living in a three-bedroom house with we're on eight acres Uh, nice i've got a three room facility now for my reptiles which is like so overwhelming dangerous yeah (laughs) it's super dangerous (laughs) and so i kind of was like i went pretty hard like oh i'm just gonna fill up this space and then i kind of am backtracking now like you know what dude i don't want to fill up this space i actually want Mm -hmm. to like I want to make like a, I want this to be amazing. I want people to walk in here and don't, and not just be like, Oh my gosh, you have so many reptiles, but I want them to be like, yo, fuck, this is, this is sick. So I mm. want to make big, dope, dope enclosures. Maybe less is nice. more, but ma- yeah. like I want I want, I want it to be like walking into like a herp room in a zoo. Like I want it to be sick. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, in but in terms of my collection, it's a lot of geckos. Um, it's some lizards. I've got quite a few Euromastics. I've got uh, three or four species of Euromastics that I've been keeping and breeding for the past five or six years. A lot of Australian geckos, um, some Eublephrods. I have like um, Eublephrods fuscus and Angramenu, which are like the Iranian and Indian leopard geckos. Oh, nice. And I got Europlatus, which are leaf tails. Uh, I've got a bunch of Xenosaurus, which are the Mexican knob scale lizards. I've got some Tinosauri, which are the Mexican spiny-tailed iguanas. I have a couple species of rattlesnakes. Um, Ooh. Yeah, I've always liked those. I have some cool Algeria, um, which are like from up in the mountains, Algaria shastensis, which is a pretty rad species of alligator lizard. And other than that, I'm kind of like, I mean, my gecko, in terms of geckos, like, I mean, I've got the staples, I've got... Quite a few knobtails. I've got Diplodactylus. I've got four or five species of Strophorus. I've got four, I think, four species of Oedura. Um, what else do I have? I've got a bunch <laughs> of Underwoodosaurus. Yeah, I got a bunch. I mean, I have a lot of stuff for me right now, though it doesn't feel like a lot. I probably have two or 300 animals, but normally, mm-hmm. I don't know, normally it's crazy because I also do a lot of import export because one of my best friends lives in Germany. And uh, so me and him ship back and forth a lot, not a lot, oh, we do it four times a year. Um, yeah. So there's a big influx. A lot of time, I ship for a lot of people in the U.S. So yeah, mm-hmm. if you guys ever want geckos, let me know. But I bring stuff <laughs> in when we ship over as well. And that is, that uh, so is a cool. lot of times, yeah, I'll, I'll get a big, big shipment. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, a lot of times I get stuff, but then sometimes, you know, he'll have a bunch of babies that he wants me to sell for him or whatever, or some buddies over there want to send over some stuff to sell. So, There's an influx of animals all the time. There's, you know, just lots of Pristurus cartery. There's rachidactylis or Nyara gecko chihuahua. There's Lichianus. Some of the rachidactylis stuff, I keep some. I mean, I've kept them over the years. I've literally kept everything you can imagine in terms of geckos (laughs) and even reptiles over the years. But. I mean, I could talk for f- literally three hours about
0: what I've kept, but that's <laughs> fun. I can't show it right this second. So let's go. <laughs> yeah, I got you. So um you do have a what what drew you to start the uh, YouTube channel? Uh the YouTube channel, I mean, honestly,
1: and I uh, whatever. Like there's not a lot of good mm-hmm. YouTube herping channels. There's just not.
0: Right. Yeah. And it's
1: like I know the big ones. I know Kaufman and I know freaking uh whatever that other fool's name is, that kid from Florida, what's his name? I can't remember his name. <laughs> He's got a lot of followers though. Um and they're cool. They're dope. Yeah. Like I actually like uh what the fuck is his name? Something's wildlife. What's his name?
0: Uh I I don't Dude. I don't know off the top of my head.
1: Oh my gosh. That's going to drive me Eric crazy. Eric would
0: know. He would know immediately cuz he what that's his all I watch is uh, YouTube.
1: Well, yeah, he would know who he was. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dude, Mm -hmm. it was on the tip of my tongue right there. But then there's another dude who's like fully tattooed. His name's Tyler, I think. And I actually, I like his channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I know that guy. Yeah, he
1: keeps a bunch of venomous shit. So
0: Mm -hmm, he's
1: buddies mm -hmm. with this other dude. And this Mm -hmm. other dude is actually weird. I was going to ask Eric. I was going to be like, were you in Australia with this guy? Because when I was in Australia, they were in Australia. And they found an Onapeli python. But it must have been. No, they, uh, they were after us. Yeah. They went
0: after us, yeah. They went after you guys. Cuz yeah, that was. was with, um, uh,
1: what's that kid? Tradesman photography or something. He's on. uh He's on Instagram, and he. Well, was I know with, triple.
0: Well, I know Coffin went with Triple B, right? And oh no, then, yeah, but that was way yeah. after.
1: I'm talking like when I when I went was in. I went in. When did I even go? It's fucking COVID, man. Um, <laughs> February. I think yeah. I went in February of 2000. Yeah, February 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that, uh, do you guys know who he's an Australian kid, Ricky Mac? He's a yeah. rat. Like, yeah. He's got a killer Instagram. He's just, a, he, I mean, he's free handling crazy shit. He's a savage He's a psycho, <laughs> but he's, he's nuts.
3: Yeah. hundred percent, man. <laughs>
1: Probably not to do so that. Too, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. So the dudes went
3: over there with him.
1: And they mm. found out Onopelli, and there was actually some drama because they had gone up into like the Atherton Tablelands or whatever, and went onto some like Aboriginal land they weren't supposed to go on, or some something like that that I'd heard about.
0: Oh, I, that's just
1: that's 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 gossip, is what that is. I, I don't know the <laughs> answer to I didn't. I was thinking maybe maybe Eric and or I don't know if you guys went with him, but I, I thought maybe you guys were on that trip.
3: Yeah. No, it was. Yeah, uh, we're we're on that trip. I've been on all of them. Owen's been on most of them. Um. Yeah. So we're all. All good there, man. Uh, yeah, you no, know, we were it on. Wasn't, the it trip. wasn't that one. I remember seeing what you're what you're talking about. I remember seeing it, it on Richard. Chandler.
1: Chandler's Wildlife. Chandler, that's his yeah. name.
0: There you go. That's the oh, yeah, that's unfamiliar Okay. But
1: yeah, I mean, um so yeah, anyways, YouTube channel. That's what we got off <laughs> track on. Of uh yeah, man, I was just I I've been I've been I I'm I'm constant, not constantly anymore, I've, I've, I'm kind of over the hunt, but I was always just like, yo, dude, I want to see some decent field herping videos. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: a lot of, like, some of these dudes will go to dope spots, but they just don't, mm. I don't know if they, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm, like, super jaded, but they just don't seem to know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> and they'll, like, they'll see some shit, and it's like, alright, that's rad, like, you saw it, but they don't know what it is, and they're just like, oh, this is like a... everyone goes to costa rica and i I have nothing Mm -hmm. against costa rica i love it it's dope there of course Mm -hmm. but it's like you know i want to see some like off way off the beaten path shit like even australia it's like yo dude go somewhere dope dude like yeah everybody goes to freaking uluru and everybody goes to the flinders range and everybody goes to freaking far north Queensland. like go somewhere (sighs) sick where nobody else is going man and uh so i mean i just wanted to like I and and I've I've done a lot of herping, like a lot of, of crazy field herping all over the world, and I wish that I had more than just pictures of those trips because I want to mm-hmm. see them, and that's that's really kind of why I started it. I was like, yo, I want to watch these old trips that I went on, and so I was like, well, maybe I'll just I'll just start filming my new trips, and I'll make a YouTube channel, and I'm not like one to self promote by any means, and that's why my channel is fucking small because I just don't. I don't keep up on it. I don't friggin' I love it. It's passion. It's not dead. So if anyone thinks it's dead, it's not, I'm just trying to like, I have a couple trips already friggin' filmed and ready to go. I just, I haven't been able to edit them yet. So nice. And I've got trips coming, so it's not dead. Just, I just got to be patient because
0: there's so much other stuff going out. on. Yeah,
1: so, yeah. I got a no. Yeah. I got a collection. I moved it. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's a lot of stuff going on, but so that's kind of why I, I started doing it. And, I enjoy it, man.
0: Yeah. I actually we, uh, that. Was, we I don't. Filmed, um, I actually. Don't enjoy it.
1: <laughs> dude, I fucking hate filming. I hate <laughs> it. I feel like it takes, dude. I feel like it takes away from herping big time, dude. It sucks. Like, yeah, It sucks to film. It really does. <laughs> but when you're done filming and you're done editing and you get to watch your videos, then it's pretty dope. <laughs> but even still, I yeah. watch my videos and I'm like, oh, my God, this is such a shitty video. But I still <laughs> it's there and I can watch it. And in 15 years, I can show my kids and be like, yeah, daddy did that. It was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, we so, uh, um, we filmed the the last trip to Arizona. Um, oh and yeah? I yeah, we have all that footage. And it's just been sitting on my computer. I'm like, I should really chop that up and get that edited. And I'm like, eh, yeah. and it just hasn't happened yet. And I'm like, well, I have it, so I can watch Indeed. it, but we should really yeah. put it out for the masses. So, you totally should. Sure.
2: It's oh, worth yeah.
0: it. Yeah, so, but I can get the, I see the appeal, but I also see the downside of, like, I don't listen to my own podcast. So yeah. <laughs> it's cringeworthy, but. Exactly, yeah, it's um, tough, man. It's tough. But I dig it i could I, I really like the uh uh the herping channels and stuff of that a little bit more because it's like you're getting out there and you're it, it's way more fun to find this this stuff in the wild and and other things like that so yeah and it totally is and it's it's hard right. it's hard
1: to freaking what's hard about filming it is it's hard to like and it's something I've been trying to kind of work on and mm. I mean I've seen progression is like really like tell the story instead of mm. just being like, Hey, I'm in my room. Oh, there's a lizard. <laughs> like, I want to tell because I I know me at least, like, I like to see the behind the scenes. Of course, I like seeing when they catch the reptiles, but I want to see like, mm. like, what do you guys do during the day? Cause that's always what tripped me out when I was a kid. Like, how do these guys go herping like in these crazy places? Like, what do they do? Do they have guides? Do they have mm-hmm. guns? Do they have this? Do they have that? Like, do they ever get like attacked by animals or like you never hear about that kind of stuff? And and so yeah. I, I wanted to know. And I, now I want to show like kind of what happens. And that's why, like, I wish I could have filmed like a lot of my old, like I've done a lot of trips to Africa where some crazy shit happened. And I, I wish I could have that's filmed cool. those trips, but I mean, that was years ago. So I don't know. I, I'm going to go back, but we'll see. So filming is, I mean, it's going to keep happening. I just, it's tough, but it's fun. And this, I guess it's worth it when you, when you got a good product in the end and you, you know, you cut a dope song to it and it works. It's like that. That was sick. I like, I like that. So it, it's hmm. worth it
0: yeah and uh it's it, it pe- i don't think people realize some of the the stuff that goes into it because if you watch the some of the channels where it's like they're constantly finding things and then you find out they mm-hmm. spent a month in like west texas looking for stuff exactly it's like well and, and they, you cut it up it's like well you don't know how many days were there were no reptiles and it was cold and everybody was freaking miserable it's like that totally. you kind of had to have that in there too you know you have the getting up at the crack of dawn and eating whatever the gas station has available so that you can get (laughs) make sure you're in the right spot because this is where they said the helo monsters are so you know it's it's that kind of stuff um
1: that's exactly you hit it on the head that kind of stuff that kind of stuff needs to be shown yeah and somehow sort of glorified at least made to be kind of interesting or funny or whatever Right. Uh, Because, yeah, that's that's herping, dude. You get fucking wrecked some days. Some days you go Mm -hmm. and you don't find shit. I've traveled far and not found a fucking thing, dude.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that was that was, I think, the first trip to Texas. We 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 don't I don't want to say we struck out, but we didn't see some of the things that we wanted to see. And it was like, well, that was a bummer. But we did get to see some other cool stuff. So then I skip the second trip to Texas because I'm like, ah, we already went. I already went to Texas, and they find everything under the sun, and I'm like, well, shit. So it's like, (laughs) you don't know. You got to go on every single one of them now. So, yeah, Texas is tough, dude. Texas is hard, man. (laughs) But yeah, man, West Texas is uh, it's a bitch, dude. It it, It it it. I mean, it really was. It was just... But it's gorgeous. And oh, yeah. the problem is, is that you, you have the... I hate it when you have the... <laughs> when you're in an area where it's like, dude, we should be tripping over, insert this. And that's like the one thing you don't see. Like, where we were in mm-hmm. Arizona, they're like, we're going to be tripping over blacktails. We didn't see a single fucking one. <laughs> and it's like, damn it. I would have really liked to see yeah, a blacktail out there. And we found a bunch of other stuff. Like, we... we you found we found clobbs so and we found the willard eye and it's like all right well missed the blacktail got clobber eye and willard eye I'll take it so
1: see that's right. what's that's what's so crazy is it's like dude mm-hmm. fuck blacktails I have found so many blacktails never found a damn willard eye <laughs> like I've found tons of clobbs I found blacktails never found a willard eye and i've been yeah. dude i've i own land in Southeast arizona i've been down there a <laughs> I've lot been, i've been time. there
0: <laughs> just dude
1: a lot i just i don't get it man it's lucky but then, to you know, sometimes and then yeah we get but then you get super lucky like mm-hmm. like west texas mm-hmm. uh my very first time there like i'm it's so hot it's there everyone's saying you ain't gonna find shit and mm-hmm. for the most part we didn't find shit but fucking on my very, 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 very first night ever even looking, we found, spoiler alert, two fucking Alterna. And most people look for years and don't find those fucking things. And so, like, it's – I mean, you know. But then I don't – but then I really wanted to find a Baird's rat and I really wanted to find yeah. a Pictogaster. No, neither. Just yeah. struck out completely. I didn't even find a fucking uh, Alepidus, which I also wanted to find. So yeah. it was like we- – you know, you find the two alterna, and that's all you get. You get nothing else, dude.
0: It, you, like uh, in Australia, we, we we found the Owen Pelly python. We missed an olive python, which we were told we're going to be tripping over olive pythons yeah. on this one road. So. Well, I think we still did pretty good, dude. We got five of the six top end fights. (laughs) Exactly. We got everything. I will take the Owen Pelly because it's up here. But I'm a little pissed about the olive. It's like there's that there. So it's one of those things. But it's definitely luck of the draw. And and that's partially why I love and hate herping because – Yeah, of course. Yeah, you get that. But everybody's got their one thing that they've been searching for for forever – that like other people like trip over coming out their front door and you can't find if you do dedicate a week to it so yeah
1: that's 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 how us americans get lucky when we go to australia like i mean i I know so many aussie herpers that have never found a own Pelly python and would love to and at the same time i know so many aussie herpers who have never found a freaking uh west australian woma and we go out there and freaking Mm. knock them out it's just like it's luck of the draw. I mean, you know, we, you work hard, yeah. you, put, you, you obviously you you increase your odds by putting yourself in the position to find one multiple nights mm-hmm. in a row. But at the same time, you know, you just got the scars. I think get,
2: that's it, man. You a line. What,
3: Yeah. When you when you I was watching the rewatching that video with the woman today and you had mentioned that you were going to be there for three days. And it seems like the three days is the trick. You know, it was night three on Neil and Pelly for us. I know even that Ricky Mack trip you were mentioning, that was night three for them. I, I think the, the U.S. guy had just shown up, but they had been there for That was the third night for them. Yeah. I think you know it's a lot of people make a mistake of trying to transit through too large of mm-hmm. an area oh yeah you know and oh, yeah. it's kind of they're just kind of you have one night in this spot and then you're on to the next place and i think that's a big mistake people make it's a big mistake for
1: sure with uh, especially especially with snakes you, snake you mm-hmm. can never fucking tell what a snakes are gonna do like for me with geckos I know geckos and I know how to hunt them down to the point where literally I can almost just be like, yo, if I know they're in that area, I will find them and I can hit it in one night, find them and move on. Like that's, it's, it's almost, if you can eye shine really well and you're searching for a gecko mm-hmm. that doesn't have eyelids, you'll find them if they're there, period. Like that, it's just, there's, they have no chance. They can't close their fucking eyes. <laughs> so it's, you know, you do, it's you're going to find yeah. them. But <laughs> snakes, man, you're, you're absolutely right. There's, there's just no – I mean, unless you're going to, like, a crotalist den or something where you, you fucking mm. like you know they're going to be there, it's just you're not going to find them. I mean, like, everybody told me that, you know, anoresia perthensis was just so fucking common. I didn't find one. That was the only fucking snake we missed. Like, we didn't find a live perthensis. We found the freaking barony, which is the West Australian olive. We found blackheads. Mm. We found fucking womas. We found uh, – um, I guess they're not even freaking – uh, why am I drawing a blank? They're not Stimson Eye anymore. I guess now they're what are they maculata or maculosa? What'd they do to Stimson recently? They, they, did they yeah, make- we don't take this oh, okay. paper, so don't worry about
2: it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, you don't okay we don't good. Yeah, we don't we don't I, like I that like paper. <laughs> okay, so Stimson Eye are still stimsony, whatever. Okay, perfect. So yeah, found a bunch of them. Couldn't find the purse. We found dead ones all day. Couldn't find a live one. Pissed me off. But it's just weird man like that's kind of why i guess i am lucky to be a kind of a gecko guy because finding geckos is like is pretty easy honestly it's not that hard unless you're looking for a gecko that's incredibly rare like fuck geckos are easy dude you show up and if you have eye shining down you can fucking lay waste to the gecko species (laughs) you just run through and just find tons I, i think we missed what did we miss we missed one because we really didn't even go look for it. And did we actually like miss a species that we looked for? I don't think we did in terms of geckos.
0: Okay. No, we didn't. So you pretty much got the geckos.
1: Yeah, I mean we found yeah, I mean that was kind of our goal. Our our goal was geckos and we found a lot of geckos. Lots of geckos. And, and we found I mean
3: we found a bunch is, of snakes
0: too. But this is Western Australia? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, they yeah. did our trip a month before, so they got to do it. It was pretty wow, cool okay. for them. I, I don't, honestly a little bit of a. I, so I had heard you, Frank. I think my first exposure, maybe Eric had put me onto your channel, but uh, I heard you on with Evan on the Leopard Gecko Podcast uh, back in May oh, cool. of last year or so. And coming out of that, I was like, hey, you know, we got to get this guy on because. You know it, it's just a different deal us having been to australia to really you know and being super into the field herpin deal and all that you know evan does a great job but it was kind of there was some meat left on the bone on that show you know from oh. my take but it was great but there was me i, even been, been, I, I don't don't was like we gotta have this deal, to deal during that talk
1: Had I already you gone, would just like, come like, back and you
3: were talking about oh, it right, I, when, right when we were locked down yeah okay. and that was the, the the part that made it right because they
0: were supposed to go to western australia right when everything got locked Dude. down like they were i think a week
3: like yeah. three days later we were going at the end of, end of well three weeks into yeah, march right when everything yeah. got locked down so they weren't able to go so what was your uh what was your what was your route it was probably following you a little bit so we were really trying to find an imbricata, a southwestern carpet python uh so we were going to go a little probably more inland to get uh you know kind of towards the goldfield stuff not quite that far oh, right. uh, and then okay. come up north we uh where did you know find and cervantes them. you know yeah i was going to say cervantes is
1: good for him the pinnacles is good for him we found yeah. three freaking dead ones didn't didn't find a live one. Oh, god but we that found sucks. three dead ones one of them was um hold on cervantes is it Jurian bay nambung nambung well nambung is yeah, where and the, up uh, to, yeah up to yeah and then there's I'm trying to think of the name of the town. Hang on, let me look on this map real quick on my phone. Because mm-hmm. there's a there's a town, I believe it's north of Cervantes. That was we saw two, just freaking they're they're dark, they're nice looking snakes, but they were wrecked, dude.
0: No, they were some, um, uh, on the roads.
1: Yeah, they got they just got trashed, Jurion Bay. Yeah, so we had planned to stay in Jurion Bay, which is like. I don't know. It's probably 50 or 60 kilometers north of Cervantes. And we got in there pretty late. And as you, I'm sure you know, mm-hmm. with other parts of Australia is if you come into these small towns late, you don't have a reservation, you're fucking sleeping in your car or you're not staying in that town. Cause, cause shit yeah. closes down early. So we had come mm-hmm. into Cervantes too late. Couldn't find a spot to crash. And so we ended up road cruising a little bit around there and ended up seeing an imbricata on the way down. Um, and then we saw another one down in the town of uh, uh, in Cervantes, like literally, like, dude, like, damn near in town. And then the next morning, we were driving the road, uh, from Cervantes into Nambung, into the Pinnacles, is is dude, it looks like such a good road cruising road.
2: Mm-hmm. And that
1: we found there was a road, there was a crushed one on that road, too. So, when you go back, hit that <laughs> area, go there, they're there, <laughs> pretty thick.
0: Yeah, that's awesome,
1: pretty thick there. So- yeah, it was cool. So aside I from know, it wasn't cool finding dead ones, but it
0: was cool. Well, yeah, there's but that. There. <laughs> yeah. So aside from the imbrocata, <laughs> I mean, obviously you found some really cool stuff over in Western Australia. I mean, what was the highlight?
1: Yeah, I mean the highlight, oh man, it's tough because mm-hmm. dude, honestly, and this is gonna sound super whack and weird, but like I wasn't even like Australia. Yeah. It's hard to explain. It's, it wasn't, it's not even like a super high. It wasn't even like a super high, like, dude, I want to go there so bad right now. It was kind of like, yeah, it's a bucket list. Of course I'll go to Australia. Like it just, it wasn't (laughs) like a crazy, like, like super high on my list thing, but it kind of just came down to like a couple of my buddies who I hurt with. They were like, yo, it's time. Let's just do it. And I was like, all right, let's fucking do (laughs) it. And so we decided to do it. Yeah. I mean, literally like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, or I was back kind of like two years ago, I was very focused on like Middle Eastern stuff. And so I've been doing a lot of Oman and the UAE trips. I've done Oman like six times. I've been there a bunch of times and we were kind of gearing up to like try to do Saudi Arabia and maybe even try to get into the kind of, the kind of Eastern area of Yemen and, mm. and try to figure out some new species and some Euromastic stuff down there. But it kind of kind of got a little bit, I don't want to say boring, but it just, it was, it was time to to see something new. And, um, Mm -hmm. and my buddy who saw him who went with me is super, super, super into knobtail geckos. And then my buddy, my other buddy, Greg, who went with me is like just super into like the Australian pythons. And so they were just like, and they're kind of like my team. They're my road dogs. They, a lot of they go on a lot of the trips with me and they were just like, dude, let's fucking go. So I was like, all right, let's do it. So we planned it out. And, um, I mean, kind of the main, the main focuses of the trip for me personally, I wanted to see like some of the Strophorus, which mm-hmm. are the spiny tail geckos. And I wanted to see, um, like a I wanted to see a Moloch, like obviously like every, everybody wants to see a Moloch. And, um, I, I, definitely wanted to see Oedera Fimbria. I really, really wanted to see those things like velvet geckos. I just, I don't know. I like them. I really like them. And I was like, dude, I really want to see one of those. Um, and so, yeah, we, I mean, we got those targets. I, I was, I, I thought I gave, I'd given up on the Moloch. I was like, that's not happening. <laughs> and uh, the Stroferus, Stroferus came easy. The pythons, luckily, like we just talked about earlier, you, you know, you keep hitting the same area long enough. You're going to find the pythons. We definitely mm. got lucky a few times. Like with the big olive python, we got super lucky on that one. Um, got lucky with the Woma. I think blackheads are pretty fucking common, dude. Cause we saw like two in one night and then another <laughs> one the next night. And then a dead one. So like blackheads are not something to be like, oh my god. I mean, obviously we flipped out the first time we found them,
0: but I think that
1: the third think, or fourth uh, one, kinda, you're like,
0: uh, whatever. Yeah, you're yeah. just kind of like,
1: maybe these aren't like quite as like quite as <laughs> like I don't think they're very rare at all. But I mean, they're fucking cool, dude. So uh, pulling up on a get lucky with python the... is
0: nuts. How did you get lucky with the olive? Did you um was that something you cruised dude, or did you?
1: yeah the olive actually had been hit, but it was seemed like it was doing okay it was it was super weird. so we had planned to uh mm. let's see where where are we we were in we we're in Newman, which is a town kind of just up in the cuts dude like inland western mm-hmm. Australia kind of right smack in the middle of the state and we were trying to make it to uh, Karajini, which is a super big well-known national park with all the gorges and just the just the beautiful. It's where you find like Varanus um, hammersleyensis and Varanus pilberensis. So this is where we, we wanted to go okay. and check this shit out. And uh, we just kind of pulled up to the spot and there had been like a fire recently. So it was kind of burnt out and it was kind of trashy. Mm-hmm. There was just some sketchy people around. And we were just like, yeah, let's let's just keep driving. And it looked like it was about to rain. And I was like, I'm not I'm not too into camping in the rain. So let's let's get up we knew about Os- oski roadhouse so we were going to try to make it to oski and stay there do we all get right. on the road and literally drive about 20 minutes and freaking it looked like a freaking rope stretched across the road it was unbelievable <laughs> dude it was all, it was all the way across the road both lanes it was fucking nuts
2: it's great. and
1: uh i mean we just pulled up on it and it was it was you could tell it'd been hit but it seemed mm. to freaking it seemed to be all right like it was cruising around um mm. I mean, and I, th- I feel like with those real big snakes, I feel like their innards are spread out enough where they may be able to to take a hit and keep going. But I don't know. I don't know if Man. it made it or not, but it was fucking cool. It was huge. It was probably 10 foot. Um, and yeah, the you know, seeing a Western, Western olive python is pretty fucking neat. And that, that was literally awesome. like our that was our second night so it was we were still super fresh virgin freaking Aussie
0: herpers <laughs> so get the real excitement and stuff behind it and all that fun yeah. stuff so totally. yeah that, totally. that's that's awesome yeah that's badass Let me see here so um now you said you mentioned uh Pilbaras and some of the monitors did you did you find any monitors on your trip? Dude, it was fucking crazy, man. I thought
1: Mm. we were going to... Number one, I thought we were going to find a lot more monitors than we found. Okay. So monitors were actually kind of the... They beat us up pretty good. Like we... It was fucking bullshit, dude. So I I was like... We had a couple friends really kind of help us out along the trip Mm -hmm. in terms of giving... Like hooking us up with spots ahead of time. Um, They, you know, said, yo, check this place out. You'll find this here and that here. So we were like pretty much positive it's like yo you're gonna find friggin varanus cotyliniatus like you're gonna find them because we're, we're okay. looking for a gurnia depressa so the whole gurnia the depressa complex Agernia depressa gurnia signidos a gurnia Epsisolus, and a gurnia eos or not eos but the other ones eos is part of that mm-hmm. but that was out of our range but the other three were a big big part of our our trip and so depressa and cotylinatus they share the same habitat they live in these dead mulga trees and so i mean i figured yo if you know we're gonna spend two days just looking in freaking mulga trees we're gonna we're gonna find Varanus cotylinatus dude right didn't find it totally struck out didn't find a single one found a grip of a Guernia depressa which was fucking awesome but didn't see the monitors and hmm. then so the next place we were going to be able to see monitors was going to be up in Karajini. And dude, it was so hot that, I mean, I, I don't know if we were just being bums and sleeping in too long or what, but we didn't see a monitor for the first day. And then the second day, dude, I found a tiny little baby one. And I think there's, <laughs> a, there, I, I think I flashed a photo of it in the video because dude, it was fucked up. We caught the baby. And uh, I was trying to place it to freaking take some video and photos, fucking adios, dude, gone. Got no footage of it. Got like gone, one yeah. shitty photo of it. Yeah, and so that was our that was Veranus Lances. And so we okay. did find him. I did get the voucher. We did find a baby. <laughs> and um, and dude, then later on the kind of the back end of the trip, we were over uh, in a place called Wim. No Mill Creek. No Millstream. Mm-hmm. On the other side of the of the Pilbara, on the other side of the Hammersley Mountains, which is where you can find Varanus pilbarensis, and it was the most epic fucking habitat. Like you were talking about earlier, like yo, we should be tripping over everything that lives here, dude. It was so <laughs> rad, dude. It was like straight like Billabong, big old like creek next to this huge rocky bouldery hillside. All these eucalyptus. There's fucking cockatoos flying around. Like it was sick, mm-hmm. dude nothing I'm just hiking around. I got so sick and <laughs> sick and tired of hiking around I'm like fuck it I'm done with the camera put the camera away I get way to the top of this mountain find a big old female Varanus Pilberensis with no camera
0: oh oh my god no
1: <laughs> and I was just like dude I'm not gonna hi- I'm not gonna grab it and hike all the way back down with it because literally it was like real far and normally I'm not the type who's like oh mm-hmm. you're gonna displace it like yo know, I'll, I'll bring an animal a couple hundred yards and then put it back but this was a long distance So I was like, you know Mm -hmm. what, dude, fuck it. I didn't have my phone or nothing, but me, I saw it. My buddy Greg saw it. It was beautiful, but didn't get any photos of it. It was a total bust. And um, so that sucked. So really we didn't. And Mm -hmm. then the other dwarf monitor that we found, we found an Aki, which was cool as shit. But dude, this thing was so wedged into this Mm -hmm. rock that it was impossible to get it out. No way. And so got no photos of that. Didn't get it out of the rocks, nothing. So I mean, we got fucked up on the monitors, dude. I mean, the parentheses were cool, but we got we got worked.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Lizards are hard, man. We found you two.
1: Gotta... Yeah, lizards are tough, 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 tough. Um, you found? I mean, two the parentheses just kind of. We found two parentheses and. Nice. Those things are just gnarly. They're just so big and so mm. strong and just fucking. We didn't even catch them. I almost caught. I grabbed one of them by the leg. And in the video, you can see, like, i it just ran right past me. I grabbed it by the leg, and it literally felt like grabbing, like, a dude's leg. I grabbed this thing's <laughs> leg, and it just was like, nope. And just ripped his nope. hand right out of Like, just, nope, you're not touching. It was crazy, man, how muscular those things were. It was just totally just not a chance, buddy. I mean, it was a big lizard. It was probably seven foot.
0: Uh, I mean. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, and, and those kind of lizards, you just, you just come up on them randomly. It's not, you can't mm-hmm. really even go look for them. It's just, like, you just got to be tripping around, and you'll find them.
0: I mean, do you really want to catch the seven foot perenni? Because I mean, I feel like that would be kind of hard to, to handle. And then, you know, you're just going to get gnarled up by nails and stuff like that. So it's like, uh, you I understand it's worth I mean, it. I'll bleed thing, everywhere. Right? <laughs> but, and dude, well, that's the thing is, it's like, I don't like, care if my arms are all tore. But
1: I, I, a lot still. of people will be like, oh, that's what I'm saying. And a lot of people will be like, oh, you're doing mm-hmm. that shit for the video. It's like, oh, no, I'm not. Because if you would have seen us way back before we film, like we catch big monitors, like in Africa, big rock monitors, dude, just tackling them and getting fucking trashed by them because it's awesome to look at them, dude. I have pictures of me yeah. back in the day with big monitors and it's just cool to look at them. I want to see them up close and some people don't agree with it and that's fine. But, you know, I, I feel like I know reptiles enough to, to know when I'm overly disturbing an animal and to know when an animal is just going to obviously not be stoked, but they'll be fine afterwards. But mm. yeah. Yeah. That, that monitor would have fucking fucked us up. Good.
0: <laughs> that's one of those end of day lizards where you're done with it. You're like, cool, we Good. need to stop now because the whole day yeah. I need to go home and heal. So, yeah, serious. But that's awesome. I go home and take yeah. A break. yeah, that is awesome, though. They're, they're my favorite monitor. I mean,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. And it's mostly, I understand mostly just because we don't have them readily available here. Like, you know, it, it's definitely yeah, the totally. I can't have it syndrome. So, you know. Absolutely. But They're awesome. So, yeah. uh, but I have yeah. here, it looks like you, you guys did find a Thorny Devil too?
1: Yeah, man, we did. We got... We got lucky on that one too. Like I feel like all, a lot of this is just luck. Like we said, it man, is it's just it driving is. around, dude. Yeah, it's not yeah. like you can be like, oh, um, I pinpointed this thorny devil and I tracked it and all this shit. It's like, no, you didn't, bro. No, you you didn't. were driving from the hotel <laughs> to the airport and you found it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't. You 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 went to throw your you know soda can out in the trash can. You looked over and there it was. Like, exactly. come that's, on, dude. That's literally, dude. It was it was a trip. We uh, we
1: were done herping. Literally, we were done. Mm. Like we were driving back to Perth, basically, and mm-hmm. we were out of the outback. We weren't in any sort of desert situation. It was wet. We were almost in like farmland. Mm-hmm. My buddy who saw him's in the back asleep. Greg's driving and I'm just sitting there tripping out, listening to music. And I just, dude, I look and there's, dude, there's a thorny devil crossing the road. And I thought we hit it because, dude, Greg didn't even oh. see it. And I was yeah. like, well, I mean, he might have seen it at the last minute, but I was just like, fucking Moloch. And he was just like, whoa, and frigging pulled over, dude. And there was like a shitload of cars. And I'm just like, oh, mm-hmm. this thing's gonna get hit, dude. Mm-hmm. So I jump out, dude. I just straight stop traffic. I was like, I don't give a shit. Even if it's Westbound <laughs> Australia, I'm not even supposed to be touching animals. I was like, I'm gonna get this thing off the road. Like, I'm not gonna just let mm-hmm. this thing get hit. Whatever, dude. Mm-hmm. Find me. Yeah. So I stop, I stop this truck and I grab it and I run back over. And yeah, it was. It was crazy i just it was not what i expected like not the mm. habitat i expected to find it in but i mean it was yeah, yeah it was epic
0: super cool that's freaking awesome dude i uh, you know and I, i'm i we, we we've since we haven't been able to go to australia we've been doing these u.s tours i mean mm-hmm. they're cool to take the edge off but man i'm dying to go on like some big herp adventure where it's like 24 hours worth of flying in the middle of nowhere kind of deal Dude. so yeah me too man me too Chomping you guys have any court. like uh do you guys have it like
1: i mean what's the deal like what do you do you guys have like a credit with the airlines or like what's up
0: i don't know because i wasn't going on that western australia trip but rob did you guys have like credits or what are you guys planning shortly your guys got something cooking right
3: yeah well so eric has a refund and mm-hmm. i have um or I got a refund and Eric has a credit. Mm -hmm. And then, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we certainly have plenty of ideas both. So the funny bit to me about stopping traffic is I did that on a big, uh, big male scrub python up in, you know, north of Cairns where I had seen it at the last minute, pulled to the side, it was maybe two foot into the lane, you know, at the, you know, end of the night or whatever as same deal as we're coming back. Um, and yeah, I just, parked hopped out and i start running down the lane in that highway that it's like well you're gonna have to blast me if you're gonna be in this lane so and then, you know of course there's somebody coming at you so same but i wasn't that's... gonna miss out you know i wasn't gonna see a you know 11 foot male scrub python get nailed right in front of me and he wasn't too yeah. thankful about the whole whole deal but put some teeth into my leg but yeah. uh yeah it was the coolest uh, thing dude. ever man hell yeah see that's
1: yeah, that's what i live for that moment when you see it and you're just yeah. like can't get out of the car fast enough dude
0: <laughs> we've yeah, several times where we've all bailed out the car and the car's still rolling down the street because we all jumped oh, out yeah, of the car dude. and it's like oh shit totally. So, and someone's got to jump back in so it's oh yeah Yeah. there's cars down, that tear-
1: like friggin lock the door
0: when you stop and you're just like Fuck <laughs> that yeah. and you're ripping at the door <laughs> yeah just yeah. trying to get out like fucking
1: open the door
0: it's the thrill of running down a dark ass street with no lights anywhere with your headlamp running at this snake that you you kind of have an idea of what it is because you saw it before you jumped out of the car but (laughs) you still kind of don't know and then you come up on it and it's like it's a it's a lifer it's a blackhead it's a it's a stimpsons python it's a freaking um
3: Uh, a northern brown snake right oh yeah Yeah, the fun bit as i'm sure (laughs) you saw when you're in australia is that the the pythons will sit there the alapids man they're just grease lightning (laughs) as soon as you get up on them and they're just they start moving so owen and i were out there running after this northern brown snake and you know we're it sort of would go 15 20 feet and then it would stop and turn back and come at us a little bit and then if we kept coming then it would go a little bit further and, and you know we did that process what four or five times right and then yeah. it just kept on the full charge and it was like okay we probably pushed our luck on this <laughs> that's on this enough. deal it was decently sized you know i mean in the in the photo the terrible photos that i have it's like well is that what a medium-sized adult olive python what is that thing yeah I just or i should just say water it, python right. you know right. what is that
0: i just wanted to stop for two seconds so we could get a picture that's all i wanted from it like i didn't Dude. but yeah no nah, man but no the brown it, snakes and,
1: they're not having it they're not having any nah, part of that shit, dude. Nah, we caught a few. Do. And Greg loves to tangle with those things, dude. So he loves, he, you know, he'd be like, oh, it's a King Brown, jumps out, fucking grabs it. I'm just, dude, it's all pissed off doing its whole fucking thing, mm-hmm. lunging and freaking out and shit. Yeah, we found, I don't, we found a handful of Kings and some Western Browns. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those things are so gnarly, dude so much gnarlier than like yeah. actually any venomous snake that i've messed with and i've messed with cobras and shit but those are those mm-hmm. freaking brown snakes are just psycho dude they're just yeah. crazy
3: they're just... Yeah.
0: 100%. It, it, it's that always 100 it's, it's never the ramp up but i mean and i mean yeah. you, you found venomous snakes in africa and stuff too right when you were over there
1: yeah, totally. I mean, we found, nice. yeah, I found Cape Cobras. I've found uh, Coral Cobras, which are Aspilaps. I've found all the different Bittus. I mean, bitis are big slugs. Are no problem. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, Mamba, green Mambas, never found a black. Um another venomous shit we found over there? I think that's it in terms of, yeah. I mean, you know, like a big puff adder will give you, will give you trouble, but they're pretty chill. Like they're, they're so fat and big. Like if you have a hook, you just pick them up by the tail and put the hook mid body and you can, you can maneuver them around. Mm -hmm. Like the mambas are the, they're the real sketchy ones. They're, they're more in, in, in tune to like Brown snake, the lapid style. And the cobras I've played with are like, they're just so calculating and smart that they don't, they don't act all fucking spastic and freak out. I know some of them do, but the ones that I've, that I've played with are, they're pretty chill, man. Like we, we caught a, a Arabian cobra. Um, nausea or naya arabicus in in oman that was like Mm -hmm. it was pleasant the snake was so chill dude (laughs) like i had to like it took a long time to get the fucker to hood up for a photo like he was very chill but it's interesting how how smart they are because they'll like straight look at you instead of just like freaking out they'll turn their head and just be like like stare at you and it's like whoa bro like what are you smart like stop freaking me out that's awesome snakes
0: Yeah, Uh, I I wouldn't mind doing some herping in like Africa and some other places, but I I dig all the animal kind of deal too, but we still have to conquer Australia first before we can start looking at other continents. So, you know, we got to go to the Kimberley. I mean, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, We got the Kimberley. We got to go back to the, I mean, that's part of it. And I guess this, I think based on your South Africa stuff that you talked to Evan about that you have some of the same issue that we do is that you go to a place, but it's not really checked off. It's almost like, okay, but now I know better in that same place. And I have different ideas, you know, especially maybe the difference between trip one and trip two, I think you're so much more uh, capable.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's why, like, like I'd said a few minutes ago, like with Oman, I've been to Oman six times. I've been to Southern Africa six times. You know, I go to Baja like fucking twice a year. Like, Hmm. yeah, you hit these places multiple times because I mean, unless you, you know, unless you're some champion and you just fucking find literally everything, but. Or you stay half a year. You know?
0: Like, yeah, it's.
1: Yeah. Which I can't do. I got work and a family and, you know, so yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't work out that way. But, and then also your, 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 uh, your targets kind of change. Like you kind of evolve. Mm-hmm. You go there and you're like, fuck, I didn't really care about like finding this in the first place, but now I really want to find it. Like. In terms of like like Veranus caudolineatus, I didn't I didn't care about finding them, but now that I didn't find it and I've been there, I, I really want to go back and find those fucking things. Right. And I want to target like you know I want to find Veran I want to find Tristus, which you know the black uh, the blackhead monitor. I want to find. Mm-hmm. I mean any of those small ones, dude. Like brevicaudus was all around. Freaking um, what's the other tiny one over there? I think I think bush busheye is a newer one that's over there in our Right. Route.
3: A little bit further north on the way up to. the on the way up, to yeah, the camp. up yeah 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 mm-hmm. exactly
1: and I, i'd also like we when we were up the furthest north we went was a place called pardue which is um it's probably about a right south of 80, 80 miles or 100 right, it's right yeah it's, it's about it's about 80 miles from 80 mile 80 mile or 80 kilometer beach or whatever right because we, we were talking about going to like Sandfire, and um because yeah. that's like kind of the the furthest there was a good chance if we went to Sandfire, there was a few species like you actually start seeing like frillies there. You start seeing uh nephris levissimus, levisimus, which is the smooth knobtail, which I really wanted to see, but we just didn't mm. get we just didn't get over there. We decided to kind of focus on this one road. And I mean we ended up finding the blackheads and we found nephris levis pilberensis and we found Diplodaculus or Lucasium wombii, which was a was was a target. So we did we did good. There was just like like you're saying, you get there and it's tough. You're like, fuck, man, there's so much shit to do here. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's hard to make decisions because you're like, you know, regardless, you're going to give something up to go look for something else.
0: Yeah. It's kind yeah. of like a, what I like. Our our approach is you you target the hardest to freaking find. And then the other shit mm-hmm. you'll find along the way. Like the whole idea is hunt the Owen Pelly Python. And then holy crap, a blackhead appeared in front of us. And a frilly we that happened was, So to that was that your...
1: Uh, that was your target, huh? The unprofessional story. Like,
0: Yo,
3: well, know, it was oh, the the unstated, you know, know, it's kind of one of those like you don't wanna you don't vocalize what you you're don't thinking, but everyone is independently <laughs> thinking that, you know, and that's really sort of what's driving the intentionality of it all without actually right. saying it, you know, mm-hmm. the reverse of speaking it into action.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you don't talk about it. It's like uh we I, I wanna say that most of our time in Arizona was um will or die. Yeah.
3: Yeah, just, willard i and then yeah Clab- willard i and then willard i and clobber you know in and, terms of stuff we saw
0: right but yeah. you know looking for other things we we were able to cruise up you know mojaves and diamondbacks and things like that and you know uh i'm like gophers and things like that just because we happen to be in that area looking for the other things at the same time so it's i can see that yes, but the you're by, right my you catch we had to make certain decisions because we had to go to this spot to look for the clobbered eye or, or we could stay at this spot and spend a couple more hours looking for Gila monsters. So it was kind of a give or take. So now that well, it's just, it becomes, you need more trips, man. Yeah, exactly. I, every you more, so here's, more trips. Yeah. There you go. So there
3: on you the, go. you know, like I am, I, maybe you'd already uh, caught up on this. I've had some technical, technical stuff you. on my end, but, um, What was your basic route for W.A.? Because a lot of the people that I hear that do the W.A. thing, especially Karajini and then Millstream and then up to Shark Bay, all this stuff, it becomes these, you know, sort of epic adventures, which sounds great. But, you know, hits on that same point from earlier that people are just, okay. well, I had one night in Payne's Find and then I had a night at Karajini and I had a night at Millstream, you know, and all this stuff. And it's just you're really tightening your windows. And it's kind of like to me, it's a couple trips you know, even, even just to split out those parts to really do the, do justice to Karajini and Namung, unless you're, or, you know, if, if you did those, those would be two different things, you know? Um, so I'm curious how long you went, what your kind of perfect timing is, is it eight days, 10 days, 12 days, if you have a a preference in terms of in-country stuff and just the route and talking through it, man.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, great, great question. That's a fun one to answer. Um, so I don't, I don't know if I get, I guess now that I, it's, it's as I get older, man, like back when I was in my twenties and even my early thirties, I'm 41 now. But when I was like back in, you know, 2010, 2012, whatever, when I'd go on these Africa trips, I'd go for fucking three weeks, three and a half weeks. Mm. I'd just be like, yo, bye. And, and peace out, dude. I'd have somebody to take care of my animals. Cause I had a good buddy that was good with the reptiles um, and it was also the, the great thing about South Africa, which also kind of is, is also the same deal in Australia, just depending on what you keep is it's during a lot of animals that we keep is hibernation. So you shut them down and they can go a couple of weeks without eating even geckos. You get them cold enough and you shut them down. They, they're they fine. Um, right. so three weeks is amazing, but I can't do it anymore. I have a daughter, I have a wife, I, I, I miss them and. So nowadays I'm usually like, you know, 10 days, 10 to 12 days on the ground is, Mm -hmm. uh, is kind of what I'm, what I'm looking at in terms of, that's what I feel comfortable with leaving my wife and daughter, leaving my collection and just, just for my sanity. Cause like, I like being home nowadays. I mean, I love traveling, but at the same time, like, you know, I like to be back. I like to be with my collection. You know, I have a job, Mm -hmm. I got responsibilities and whatnot. So 10 to 12 days on the ground is uh, is good for me. 12 is, is probably the the sweet spot, especially for something like Australia. It's a long trip, you know, It's gonna, mm-hmm. and you lose time going. So you're going to take whatever, two days to get there. Um, <clears throat> so our plan was, I mean, we, we like worked it all out. We talked with our buddy, Mike, who'd spent a lot of time in Australia. We talked to um, a couple other dudes and just kind of figured out our route, we talked to Justin Julander a little bit about it and just kind of got like an idea of what we, where we wanted to go and what we wanted to see. And obviously there's some stops where everyone stops just cause you kind of have mm-hmm. to like pains find pains find is like, yo, unless you're going to really fucking do a trek all the way up to like Mikathara or something like that, you're, you're stopping in pains because that's kind of the only place to stop. If you're taking that route, the inland, like the great Northern or whatever that highway is called. And, and pains is a perfect spot to stop. Because it's got a roadhouse, mm-hmm. so you can stay. And it's got, for me, it's it's got sick geckos. It's got freaking two species of nephris. It's got a handful of diplodactylus. It's got strophurus. In the morning, it's got a gurnia depressa. It's got freaking varanus and uh, For the venomous guys, it has like I think it's got uh, pseudacus butleri. It's got freaking different brown snakes or pseudo I can never remember those. Whether it's Pseudecus or pseudo one or the other. But it's got mm. some good. It's got a lot of good shit there for just a rinky dink freaking. It's nothing. There's nothing. There's like, let me digress real quick. When I when I'm when I'm used to herping, I'm used to like you know you get to a spot and there's some there's a reason why it's good to herp. You right. know, like if you're in southeast Arizona and you go to like like Sunnyside or something, it's like oh yeah, no shit, this is good. It's like canyons and and fucking this is awesome or like the Huachuca Mountains or whatever. You show mm. up to Payne's Find and it's like. Dude, this is the same shit we've been driving through for the past two hours. Like, what, there's not a mountain. How is this any nothing different? Nothing here. How is it any different? I don't think it is. I think there's just mm. somewhere to stay, bro, and somewhere to get gas and somewhere to eat. And so, pains find um, we had we had planned to just stay there for a night be, because I knew that we were going to get up there right at dark, and we'd herp, and there'd be time to find some geckos. And also mm-hmm. the geckos that we were gonna find there were also gonna probably be at our next stop. And so mm-hmm. Payne's Find was just gonna be like, yo, let's crash there, get our feet wet, find some stuff, and let's move on. So we crashed in Payne's Find, woke up in the morning, tripped around a little bit, and then kept driving. Um, found our started I like to find my own spots too. I absolutely hate going on somebody else's route. That's like, why do it? Fuck that. So <laughs> found my own found we found our own spot. Uh, okay. for Depressa, which actually ended up being amazing. It was it was a lot different than I thought it was going to be because in Payne's fine, the trees are short and it's very dry. And the Depressa, they're there, the spiny tail skinks. And then so this other spot we found was like taller canopy, a lot more humid, tons of Depressa there too. So it was cool. Found my own little secret spot, found a bunch of those guys, got some good footage of them. And then moved on. And then at that point, there was like, there was kind of like some things where it's like, ah, maybe we'll find this. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll look for it. Maybe we won't. But I'm sure there'll be some bycatch that'll be dope. So there's, there's a species of skink, Agurnia stokesi or stokesi or stokesi, whatever people want to say. It's the big, giddy <laughs> skink that's in captivity. And there's a mm-hmm. black one. It's a subspecies. And there's a black one at a place called Walder Rock, which is a couple hundred kilometers north of Payne's Find. So we were going to give it a shot. They're supposed to be a bitch to find, but we were going to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we went up there, gave it a shot, didn't find him, did find a parenti, did find an obtail that we missed down in pains, uh, mm-hmm. did find a couple of other diplodactylus that we had missed. And in the process did find our first velvet geckos, which was fucking cool because they were further, they were way actually way further South. than I thought we would start finding them. So that was dope. Okay. Um, And I think we found our first Stimson that night too. We found a grip of Stimson. I, those things are common as shit up there. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think we did. So then that, at that point, that was like our second night. And we were in uh, a a town called Q and Rock is near there. So Q, I can't even fucking remember if it's North or South of Mikathara. But anyways, the next day was going to be kind of a push. So these first nights weren't like, Hey, there's like these massive targets and we need to like, make sure we stay there a bunch of nights. Mm. It was like, yo, we're going to be hump. We're going to be herping in the day looking for these Agernia skinks. And then we're going to move the fuck on. So once mm. we found them, it was like, well, let's keep going. The bycatch was killer. It was keeping us stoked, So we kept going North and, uh, Karagini, we did plan to spend three nights up there and, Unfortunately, I was pretty sick. I don't know if it was COVID. I don't know what it was, but I was fucking wrecked at Karajini. I herped. I did it. I pushed through it, but it was whack. A couple of the nights were just gnarly, just sweating through freaking fever sweats and shit. But it was dope. Found a bunch of stuff. um, And we would have probably, if we didn't, if we kind of like really got wrecked and didn't find a lot, we probably would have stayed another night. But since we found... I think we found four Stimpsony there. We found the mm. Baron's, the Baron Eye. Um, we found a whole bunch of geckos. And dude, honestly, it was, it was like, it was fucking miserable there, dude. It was so effing hot. Like it was insane, bro. And I'm used to herping the Middle East like real hot, but it was so hot that it was like, yo, let's just get out of here, dude. Like, we found some cool stuff. We found a DOR, black-headed python, which was like, yo, that's a good sign. Um, and then we found a bunch of Centrillion blue tongues, yeah. which was fucking dope. Those things are so cool, dude. And so that was really cool. And, um, and so at that point we were like, all right, like, I, th- I think we did pretty well. And if we feel hurt later, like we didn't spend enough time here, we can hit it on the way back. Because we had, mm-hmm. we had the, so we like kind of to answer the question earlier, we had the trip very loosely planned. We had stops that we wanted to make and we obviously knew when we needed to be back, but we were just kind of like, let's just see how we do. Let's just see how it goes. There was some places where we thought we were going to stay two or three nights where we only stayed one night. There was mm-hmm. other places where we thought we'd stay one night and ended up staying two or three nights. Like once we got way up um, to the very top, um, what is it? Like Pardew. And uh, like Port Hedland area is just, it's, it's kind of ugly. It's not real pretty, but it's just, dude, the herps are just fucking epic and they're there's it's thick. There's a lot of shit, mm-hmm. to find a lot of stuff. And so we were having fun up there, finding a lot of stropharous ciliaris, finding the blackheads, finding a lot of different weird little snakes and like sudas. We found some ringed, uh, ringed brown snakes. Nice. Um, a lot of different geckos, more stimps and I, And it was just, we were having a good time up there. So we ended up staying a couple of days. And then, you know, then it's like, okay, we stayed two or three nights. And now we kind of, that was when it was like, we can either relax and kind of kick it up here. Or we can jam up to like 85K beach. Mm. And it was like, fuck, dude, let's just stay and relax. And I was still kind of like battling whatever I had. I kind of wanted to chill. And I was like, you know what? We got a lot of, a lot of stuff left. So let's just kick it. So we stayed there. And um, hindsight, I probably wouldn't have stayed there. I probably would have Mm. stayed there one night and either shot up towards the Kimberleys or went over towards um, Exmouth, which is out like way out on that little peninsula way tip of, of WA. But we missed both of those because we stayed in Mm. Pardue. but we found blackheads and it was dope. So like we said earlier, it's, 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 you know it's a give and take yeah you gotta decide what it's gonna be um and so after that we got super fucking screwed in dude millstream is just a just not dope at all um (laughs) We just, <laughs> I just let me make. I want to make sure it's millstream so I'm not like talking shit about a place that's not even something right else.
0: Out. Yeah, it's not even the right place. Yeah,
3: I'm in the park. The park west, kind of northwest of Carrigine, right with Python. Okay, then, yeah, that.
1: exactly.
0: That okay, place sucks, yes.
1: yeah. <laughs> dude. It. it does, I mean, it sucked for us because. So once again, dude. I like a pro tip, freaking get always get gas. You're not in the fucking US. There's no freaking. Mm. There's not a quick stop. There's not a freaking 7-Eleven. There's not an Exxon Mobil, dude. And uh, yeah, we we just we got we got stuck. We we couldn't get to where we were going because we ran out of we didn't run out of gas, but we would have run out of gas. And so we had to basically mm. stop and just camp on this shitty ass dirt road. No habitat. Um, couldn't get to where we were trying to go. And then Millstream is kind of like, I'm sure the kind of shit that you're going to run into if you do the Kimberly's at the wrong time of year where monsoons come through, big rivers come through, roads are closed. We couldn't get into, into Millstream, couldn't get to Python pools. Um, and just ended up wasting like two days, just literally two days. finding just, oh, fucking find sucks. And just shit. Yeah, yeah. It, it sucked. I mean, we found like some random little, you know, Diplodactylus geckos. We found some pygopids, which was cool. The little legless geckos um but yeah just wasted time and so that was a bummer because i wanted to uh, there was a lot of stuff like that was another chance to find more um of the pilbara olive pythons that was more of a chance to find this fucking new species of underwoodosaurus that i really wanted to find that we didn't find there's a lot of stuff over there and we just kind of blew it 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 wasn't the area's fault it was more our fault just being unprepared always Mm -hmm. fill up your gas make sure you got gas dude
3: it sucks yeah we ran into Um, that too when we were on our last (laughs) trip into to kakadu actually the night we saw the op was (sighs) Mm -hmm. uh we were sitting there we had the you know we were doing all the fiddling because it was like well we were at the end of october which meant that uh I guess the, the holiday, see, you know, the the seasonality switch was November 1st and this was Halloween mm-hmm. and it was running into the spot where it's like, yeah, exactly that. If we didn't, if the gas station wasn't open I'm when really we scared. got there, yeah, we were, we were out of luck. So we're, and we're watching right. the, watching it decline. It's just going, well, I sure as heck hope they're open because uh, otherwise, yeah, we're, we're out of luck, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: Dude, the windows open, like, <laughs> all that other fun shit. Yeah, dude, to that's to... exactly
3: what happened to us.
0: Yeah. What was that town called, dude? It was such a funny little freaking situation, dude. It was so fucked. It, it it was this town cool in the middle of freaking nowhere. It's cool that you can be kind of fluid too, because I mean, like you, you were talking about you would plan to go to one place and stay three nights, you only stayed one, and then you went to other places where the herpin was hot and you kind of stayed there for a couple nights. It's I almost feel like you also have to have be open to you know, changes in the plans and to be fluid. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, if you try to, you're just going to do yourself a disservice and sticking to the plan too much can also mess up right your it's trip. it's
3: this fine line right yeah. between having a plan and no i think the way that i like to frame it right is that you need you don't want to ever be sitting there going what are we going to do or you know not being and having it not be amongst you know an index of options of things mm-hmm. to do never being you know ignorant yeah. and just driving around you always want to have the ability to choose and make a plan but you need to be flexible to that plan heck even the last arizona trip we wouldn't have had the club ryan willard eye uh, if we didn't uh have that flexibility to say no man we're in the right spot we just need to come back mm-hmm. and do that we did that two days in a row and mm-hmm. both you know one day it paid off with a couple clobber eye and the next day a couple willard in that general area
1: yeah, yeah i mean that's that's like that's a huge huge part of herping is just being flexible and knowing yeah. like you know yeah you got to hit things dude i mean i don't know if you guys have seen my video on cole wataki bro like 25 years I've, I've hit the same damn spots over and over and over and over and over and over over again to find this (laughs) stupid banded gecko. And it just took forever, dude. And my friends have found them. I mean, they're rare, like granted, but it took me so long to find them, dude. And I still haven't found them in California. I had to go cheat and go to Mexico to find them. I mean, they're just, they're so damn hard to find, but it's tenacity. And it's also, yeah. I mean, and a lot of times I'll go down there and I'll just be like, it's too hot. There's not enough humidity. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be here. I can go waste my time and fucking go and kick rocks all night, or Mm. I can go and look for something else that I probably will find like rosy boas or something else. And Mm -hmm. that flexibility has allowed me to find a lot of rosy boas and, you know, a lot of like trimorphodon and and other cool stuff instead of just like being so stuck on an idea that I, that I end up wasting time and that's kind of Australia. And a lot of these trips are are definitely like that because, I mean, you never know what's going to happen. Like, we didn't know that, that Millstream was going to be like that. I mean, you know, if I would have known, I wouldn't have gone. But you roughed through it, and it was cool. I mean, it was fun. It was kind of scary. It was like, fuck, dude. I, like, I don't even know if we're going to make it. If we don't get gas, we're like, if we're not able to make it, we're absolutely fucked. Like, yeah. man, it's not – we weren't even on pavement, bro. We were cutting through the – we're between friggin' Millstream and, and Panawonica, which is – there's just nothing
3: there. Nothing. I know the stretch, just, man. Yeah, I've, I've, well, I don't know it from having been there, unfortunately. But I do know, I've, you know, plenty of Google Earth on that, and yeah,
1: hundred percent, brutal, man. Dude, Panawonic is a, is is really cool, though. If you if you if you're there, it's a great place to stop. It's so weird, dude. It's like it's like Pleasantville. It's so fucking crazy, though. You come out of just, dude. It's in the middle of nowhere, and then you just pull <laughs> up, and it's like oh welcome suburbia soccer moms pushing freaking strollers around (laughs) in little cafes and shit you're like yo dude (laughs) what are you guys doing here (laughs) like it's it's so fucking weird dude middle of nowhere right isn't that the place with like the
3: the highest recorded habit habited space you know highest temperature on earth that's habited or whatever
1: no that's uh recorded there uh, or something no that's down in that's another weird spot Cooper
3: pedy yeah, the, they live the, underground. yeah 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 what that's, the hell similar to that i guess
1: yeah they live underground right like fucking weirdos aussie
0: people are fucking <laughs> savages dude <laughs> <laughs> crazy 100 they got it down but yeah so once we got to the Coming coast up here though, we'll, we'll back have to, to the story get once we got down. to
1: the
3: coast mm-hmm. go ahead rob Oh, no, I no, Yeah. I apologize. I was just going to say coming up here, you know, uh, later on in the conversation, we'll want to hit you up about some SoCal stuff. We're going in April and then uh, wanted to talk oh, yeah. some AZ For stuff sure, if but... you've been out that way. So, yeah. but no, this yeah, is great. Still... I don't, I don't want to interrupt the flow on this deal.
1: So, all right. So I was, so yeah, so we, uh, once we'd got the mill, once we did Panawonica, we uh, did, what did we do? Panawonica to, I think we went straight to shark Bay and shark bay is worth three nights probably three nights is is shark bay unless you're there like straight up to like do a lot of other things in shark bay if you're there to hurt Mm -hmm. three nights is good um it's beautiful (laughs) there it's absolutely beautiful like it's so fucking cool there like i'd I'd bring my family there and, and just chill it's such a mellow spot um once again it's not real like it's not like, whoa, look at this habitat. It's kind of like, oh, there's more spinifex and more fucking shitty bushes and red sand. <laughs> like, I wonder what's here. that's not over there. But you find stuff, man. And we got lucky with that Woma was just a trip, dude. We had So my goal, the Woma was probably kind of like the Onapeli. It was like, mm. it would be so cool if we found a Woma. 100%. percent not going to find yeah. it. Yeah. But there, there's a tiny little gecko that only lives there that I really wanted to find, which was uh, and I. So I wanted to find this gecko. And they're, they're supposed to only be in the spin effects. And there's really not a lot of spinny in the area at all. And so we had driven up to like the very tip, which is called peril peninsula. So we'd driven up to the very tip of that parent point came back and I saw like this tiny little patch of spinny, and I marked it on my phone. I'm like, we're going to come back here tonight. Will I shine this little patch and just kind of see what happens. Mm-hmm. Come back. freaking I shined it. There they were like a clockwork. I love when that kind of shit happens. It just worked out real <laughs> easy. Just pulled up. There's the spin effects. There they are, not anywhere else on the spin effect. So we found them. Awesome. It was like, all right, well, let's go road cruise now. Because a lot of times what's weird is uh, the Taliqua, the blue tongue skinks, they'll be on the roads at night, which is a trip, especially the centrillions. Those things are on the road all the time. And so we wanted to find a western, which is Ocipitalis. Um, mm. So we start road yeah. cruising back and forth. And then road cruise down this kind of the, the road that comes into denim which is the main town in shark bay yeah and dude i think even in the video you can see streetlights lights and the town <laughs> and we just pull up on this big freaking six foot woma like damn near in town <laughs> and yeah. i'm just like
2: holy fuck dude
1: it was so crazy i was driving and i was just like oh my gosh i just was shaking it was so fucking dope got out and the thing was just a tank bro it was not some punk woma this thing was a beast <laughs> thick like a nickel this dude this thing was a monster six foot freaking puppy dog tame just absolutely beautiful man it was so fucking cool like it was just and just knowing like that we had just found a woman in western australia was like yo this is this is
0: that's time. awesome yeah and we had
1: met a herper yeah. um yeah. in in pain's find this dude dylan who's super cool dude he, he actually herped with us that night um and he had never found a woma before so i'm like texting him this photo and he's just like you motherfucker!" like he was so pissed, dude <laughs> he was stoked but he was also just like i can't even believe you fucking americans come through and you find a woma on your freaking sec like i think it was our second night i can't remember but so i, I mean after that it was just like amazing found the woma like let's just i think the next night i don't even know how late we hurt the next night i don't even know what we did honestly i can't remember um hmm. We probably heard... Oh, I think we went back down the road. Yeah, because we wanted to find... Uh, oh, no. We went out. So we went way out to the... Dude, it was freaking epic, dude. So there's another peninsula. Where do
3: you go to the other peninsula? Yeah, yeah we yeah, went that to the whole, Edel Peninsula. I know.
1: Which yeah. is like, dude, it's out there. It's super cool. And Jesus. it's like, you feel like you're on another planet, dude. Um, and there was two two gecko species out there. It's actually not even species. There's two forms of normal geckos that are just mm. out of this world and we went out there to find them found them both um i don't think we found any snakes out there maybe we found a king brown on the way back but it, it was brutal i mean it was a long ass drive totally worth it um and just knocked out those gecko species got to see like it was just radical dude like the, that, that coast is just so fucking wild um and then came back, and that was kind of it. Like once we did Shark Bay, we headed down, and we did a night in. I think it was either Jury and or Cervantes, and then that last day we did uh, Pinnacles. And Pinnacles, like you could, dude. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of. Uh, oh yeah, this will be a fun. This was a fun part of the trip. So mm. the whole trip, we wanted, we wanted to find a damn freaking bobtail. We wanted to find an, uh, a shingleback skink. Yeah, like, shingleback, the whole yeah. trip was, yeah. Like, yeah. That was a huge fucking goal for us. Didn't find any. And we had heard from from Justin and from Mike, our buddy, that that Pinnacles was a pretty good spot. And I and I was further south into Perth is a, a good spot too. But, dude, you could see the tracks all around the Pinnacles where they dragged their bellies. Dude, we just couldn't freaking find one, man. Mm-hmm. It was driving me nuts. I'm like, dude, this is fucking bullshit. Like, We came to Australia. We've literally knocked out every single thing. Dude, we found freaking... Like all the big stuff, like Moloch, even like freaking like so much stuff, dude. And I can't find a damn freaking shingle back. <clears throat> so we gave up. Mm. Well, we didn't give up, but we gave up traditionally like herping. So we're like, well, shit. So now we got to go back into Perth. We got to wash the car. We got to do all this crap. But I'm like, you know what, dude, we got like two hours. Let me text this fool Dylan and see what he says. Mm. I text him. He's like, yo, go to this. Uh, I can't even remember the name of it right now. But he said. There's this lake and it's like a little park, like right in the middle of Perth. Dude, go there. And just yeah, have a there's walk. so many
3: that are I, like I this. Yeah. There. yeah.
1: Dude, we go to this lake, walk around the damn lake. Nothing. It's hot. There's like kids and shit, like playing. It's like, I'm like, this is weird, bro. We're not going to find shit here. I mean, it, it looked okay. Mm-hmm. Walk around the lake, can't find anything. And so Hussam was like way ahead of us. And I was like, yeah, we got to go find Husam now. Because we got to leave. Like, it's getting actually like go time. Like, we have to like act yeah. like we're going to be late. So, we're like looking for Husam, like, pretty hardcore. And I'm walking across the trail, dude. And then, friggin' boom, right in front of me, a badass tiger snake. I'm like, fuck yeah. We hadn't seen a tiger snake yeah. yet.
2: Jesus. And so I'm like, Greg,
1: dude, there's a tiger snake right here. So, we see a tiger snake. <clears throat> Greg catches the tiger snake. And then I hear Husam yelling. Friggin' right when we're catching this tiger snake, Husam finds a friggin', uh, shingle back dude no running back over there got this dude literally like dude freaking bottom of the ninth two outs freaking have to get to the freaking airport like you know literally like yo let's get the (laughs) shingle back take photos take videos straight to the car wash found the shingle back um just it was epic dude like that was such a good way to end the trip just finding that shingle back and then literally on the airplane two hours later
0: that's awesome yeah, so that's it was awesome. it
1: was yeah, tw- yeah it was twelve fantastic. days twelve days I think on the ground, dude. So much mountain house you can't even imagine how much mountain house we ate. Which I lo- <laughs> I love mountain house anyways, but dude, like that's what we survived on because dude, shit is so expensive in Australia. It's insane, dude. How much food is there and gas? Yeah, when you fill up for yeah. gas, you're gonna spend 120 bucks, dude. Like it it was brutal. Um, I yeah. mean, we rented like a big yeah. Uh, we rented a fat truck. We we went through this place called Red Dirt. Yeah, Rattles. man, that that it looks like expensive.
3: a rig. I we haven't done that yet. That seems that seems like a go
0: with the troop carrier or
1: whatever they call them. yeah we we thought yeah we were yeah. gonna go to. Uh, I mean, we knew we needed something like that to do uh, like Edel Peninsula and just some of the more rugged mm-hmm. areas that we wanted to go to. Hindsight, besides Edel, we wouldn't have needed it. But it was dope to have that thing. Like it had a cooler in the back, big freaking drawers to pull out. It was it was fucking rad. Big four (laughs) by four truck. Let's see what was two spares. We did get a flat. um, Didn't hit any kangaroos. Had one close call (laughs) with the kangaroos. Dude, it's insane. Always a plus. You you hear about it, you're like, yeah. You hear about people hitting kangaroos, you're like, no way. Then you go there and you're like, holy shit! Like there's kangaroos. Just (laughs) they just litter the road. It's insane, dude. They just yeah. litter. Yeah. They're like deer,
0: thousands
1: yeah. of them. Yeah, man. Even worse, like the best part is when how you're how hitting that same spot over and
3: over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the best one is yeah. when you're h- hitting the same spot over and over, and there's a dead kangaroo there. It's just reeking out the place. you know. So you're there two or three days, and it's just going, man. Just, I just something worse needs to and worse. clean this thing off, dude. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Where the are maces. the buzzards?
0: Yeah, <laughs> something so get the up. monitors out
3: there to clean this fucking thing up
0: right so yeah that was australia man that was
1: that was that was it It it's a good
0: trip that sounds awesome man
1: so if you have if you uh, haven't watched the videos watch them they're fun
0: they are fun let's uh let's turn stateside so i I mean hold on a little bit good good eric's gonna be
3: upset about this if we don't bring this up okay so you found an angolan python is that right In, in namibia
1: that's right that's right yeah jesus um so yeah, the the Angolan python was was pretty sick, man. It was um, it was one of the it was again like one of those times where you're like, you know, I know they're up here. I'd been I'd been up in that area quite a few times before, so it it wasn't even like I was really looking. Like I was like, you know, they're they're up here. I found African rocks. Um, you know, you find big puffies, and when you pull up on them, you're like, oh, there's a you know thick bodied snake. This could be it, and you hop out. It's a fucking boffadder, mm-hmm. like, but. <laughs> Uh, so this time we had gone, we were actually, we were on the border, literally on Mm -hmm. the border of, um, of Namibia and Angola. We're on the river. The Kuneni river is what separates the two countries. And we had been, um, it's just a gnarly. I mean, we, we used to do these, but just the gnarliest trips, bro. We'd, we'd fly into Johannesburg and just drive fricking for days on end. Like we, when we returned the rental car, it'd be like 20,000 kilometers, like 25,000 kilometers in three weeks. Like it was just brutal. Um, And so we were up there and we were hunting at night is when you hunt, obviously. Um, And we're, dude, it was a, it was a, so the river is like, it's like a Rocky Canyon, a big waterfall. I'm just shining down, dude. And I'm like, looking for geckos shining on the walls of the rocks. Cause there's a, there's a, we were actually, we had found a new species of, of um that night, new to science, mm-hmm. never seen it before. And we know our Pacydactylus, So we knew it was new um, and we hadn't found it that night, but we were like, all right. Or we, we hadn't found an adult. We'd found a baby. So we're looking for an adult. And I looked down on a ledge and I could see a snake. Like it looked, the the profile looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. and I was like, I, my buddy Jason was on this trip. I yelled at this dude, Jason. I was like, I was like, Jason, there's a fucking snake down here. And uh, I had, I don't know why, but so he climbed down and I was like, I was spotlighting it. I'm like, dude, I was like, is it? A, I, was, I just kept saying, don't tell me it's a rock python. Don't tell me it's a rock python. Please <laughs> don't tell me it's a rock python. He fucking holds it up and he's like, he just yelled out. He's he was like, Ankiday. I'm just like, holy fuck. I just lost it. It was so crazy, dude. And he climbs up and it was just, yeah, it was an adult freaking just beautiful Angolan python. Um, That's and I great. mean, yeah, I mean, that was, that was the story. It, it had taken, it looked like it had maybe been grabbed by like an owl or a hawk or something, or maybe a hyena. Cause it had two, they were healed, but the, pretty big puncture wounds. Mm. Uh, but other than that man it was so mellow and the, i've kept angolan pythons and mine have been assholes but this one was so <laughs> chill dude <laughs> that's like rosy and, bows right yeah oh my gosh <laughs> not get me started on rosy bows <laughs> terrible snakes but um, yeah that was the story of the angolan python so it was right on the border it was in namibia but literally you could we have waded across the river into angola um but there's yeah, there, there it was, and that was the only one I have found. I haven't been up there though since that trip was the last time I went to that area. Uh, but yeah, that was that was definitely
0: one of my one of my lifers. That's, that's insane. That's awesome.
3: That's fantastic. I'd love when to you were see there. That. Did you see any Namakwa chameleons? Um, I've
1: only seen dead Namakwa chameleons, which is a super bummer. Um, but yeah, I've only seen them dead for some reason. I've seen them on the road dead, and I've seen them just all crusty on the rocks dead. Never seen hmm. a live one. Which Those are the hardest totally chameleons, man.
3: Out. Those are, you know, the non-chameleon chameleons. Yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah, I,
1: I've, hmm. I'm going to do it again. Definitely going to go again, and I will find one. I'll just target them because back then I was like super, super psycho into um, just geckos. That was all I was into. So literally, I didn't hmm. anything was bycatch. Like I didn't give a shit about anything except for the geckos. I mean, we were finding rare Bittus, we'd find like Bittus, uh, we'd find tons of Bittus caudalis, but we'd find Bittus cornuta, the many horned adder. We'd find fricking Bittus rudus, the, the red berg adder. We'd find all these crazy Bittus, not give a shit. All we wanted to find was these geckos. So I want to go back and kind of revisit it. Cause there's a lot of cool stuff. Like we found, dude, I've found countless fricking, uh, like cordless cataphractus, the armadillo lizards, tons yeah. of them, mm-hmm. just whatever, who cares? I want to find, I want to find these tiny little brown geckos. Get out of the way. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Basically. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean the South Africa trips are fun. I've, I've been up in that, through that whole area we've done South Africa, Swaziland, Botswana, Namibia. Um, It's awesome. I think that's it. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's a, if you guys ever have a chance to do South Africa's a great place to hurt. Namibia and South Africa are both just very awesome. Lots of, lots of reptiles.
0: I'd love to do that and I'd love to try to do some sort of Indo trip or something like that. So there's a lot of places yeah. I want to go. So for sure.
3: That's fantastic. So yeah, Owen, I'm, I'm good to go now in, All right. in terms of us stuff.
0: So us stuff. We talked about West Texas a little bit. I mean, you want to try to talk a little bit more about some Arizona stuff. Um, I know Rob yeah. was interested in that. And then, you guys got this Cali trip that you're te- tempting me with horribly, um, that you guys are having planned. And then I think this episode is also Eric's way of making me like spend my money and go on the Cali trip. So, you know, yeah, uh, California too. If you got any yeah. stories and stuff of like that, too,
1: I mean, California, I'm, I'm from California, so that's like my backyard. I've got tons mm-hmm. of California trips. Arizona, I'm not, dude, I'm I'm not. I don't have, I've not done very well in Arizona. Um, hmm. I've hurt it quite a few times, but I've, dude, I've struck out on the big targets, man. I haven't found Price Eye, I haven't found Willardy. I've not found a Pyro. Um, I found a uh, Green Rat, the Triaspis. You have? Uh, okay. That found... was one, that
3: was like the big ticket we didn't find on our trip this yeah. past trip.
1: Tri, triaspis, we found. Um, what is that it's the uh, there's an observatory what is Mm -hmm. that observatory called um it's a good spot for freaking zonata too we'll have to look it up we'll have to talk we'll we'll talk about it offline i don't want to give away any people's spots yeah yeah yeah, there's a good i mean there's a lot of observatory basically if you know if, if you're listening and trying to like take tidbits and glean information from this that's fine but uh find the mountains once you find the mm. mountains, mid-range, that's where the Triaspis are generally. So, you know, you've got Pyros at the top, you've got Clobs at the top, you've got Price Eye at the top, partway down, you got Willardy, you got Triaspis, and further down, you got all the garbage. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, Arizona, like basically, you know, we'll, we'll usually stay kind of like either like in Sierra Vista or Sonoita, um, and then just hit the hit the Wachukas. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Sunnyside is, I don't know if you guys know where that is. It's kind of that like old abandoned freaking house. That's always kind of a good spot to start.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And we just, I mean, we've, we hit that. That's usually good. I mean, clobber eye you can usually find like I've, we've, we've had 10 clobber eye days in that area. Um, there's a lake right there. I think it's called Lake Parker or Parker Lake or there's a lake. Yeah, Parker Canyon. There. Mm-hmm. Parker Canyon. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Um, but yeah, in terms of Arizona, man, I've just, I've not, I haven't done that, done that well. Um, we've struck out on Gila monsters, but then at the same time, dude, like I'm usually I'm, I'm on it. I'll be completely honest with you. I usually have very little interest in herping the United States. If I'm able to go out of the country, I'm going somewhere Mm -hmm. else. Like if if it's up to me, if I'm gonna spend money sure. and do like a big herp trip, I'm not going to Arizona. Sorry, <laughs> it's just not Man. happening. Um, West Texas is now kind of like really on my radar because my wife's family lives in El Paso, and it's a four hour drive, and I can just I can hit it pretty easy. Um, and you know, there's a special gecko that lives there that I like to see. Gray bands are cool. I love mm-hmm. um, I love uh, subox. It's one of my favorite snakes. <clears throat> So like subocularis are just amazing snakes. So I love mm-hmm. just seeing sure. them and seeing how variable are variable they are. And, uh, I mean, like you guys said earlier, it's, it's absolutely beautiful there. It's incredible.
2: Yeah. It's and nice. so,
1: so I, I like it there. Um, I mean, I do need to go and like finish up Arizona for sure. Uh, there's a lot of stuff I want to see there that I have, like, I haven't found a, a friggin' tiger. I haven't found Cerberus. Yeah so i've I've actually barely scratched the surface of arizona um one of the main reasons why i went to arizona was once again these stupid tiny little lizards i wanted to find the night lizards there's zantuja uh which is just Mm -hmm. northeast of phoenix and then there's zantuja arizona which is kind of north and northwest of phoenix so we went and found those um found a blacktail
0: just randomly looking for those
1: (laughs) God damn it.
0: <laughs> I can't find I can't um, find a black every time some, I, they go without me, they find black tails. And I'm like, I just want to see one, like one, goddammit. So I know you gotta yeah. start
1: looking for gopher snakes and then you'll find one.
0: Then find the black tails, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. So yeah, there, there's some fun stuff that I want to find. It's just it's really hard for me to uh, to justify spending the money and the time to go to Arizona when I mean I could go down to Mexico or I could go to like, fuck i go to australia dude i could go yeah. to australia for a short trip i got a buddy that lives down my buddy bruce lives in uh in um yeah i'm drawing a blank right now that like the biggest freaking city in australia um but he lives there <laughs> i'm just i'm my brain dead and we could <laughs> herp uh the whole uh the, i think it's called the air the Eyre the peninsula Uh that whole area is mm-hmm. great for geckos it's right kind of the border of uh like South Australia, of uh, South, Australia, Southern Australia. Yeah. And um, fuck, I'm just drawing blanks left and right right now. But I mean, I could do those kind of trips for, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, not the same amount of money, but kind of. And it's well, just, it's, I don't know, the it's time, more alluring to me. You know,
0: if you're going to waste, if you're going to spend the time, if you've got 12 days, do you want to spend the 12 days in, you know, u.s or do you want to try to make it an australia trip i mean
1: exactly and also yeah. like you know how many how many people do you know that have found clobber eye all of them how many people do you know that have found willard eye fucking everyone and then then it's like well how many people do you know that have found an imbricata or a mcdowley or a friggin queensland friggin gtp it's like yeah. you know i want to go after those well, i want to like be the guy that found that number number
0: yeah Yeah, you just, get smaller,
1: bigger bigger targets. Um, And I mean, it's, I'm not, it's, it's, I'm not trying to say that Arizona's lame or something. I know that the guys living in Australia would kill to come to Arizona and find rattlesnakes. But, you know, for us. We we have
0: a friend in the, we have a friend (laughs) in the UK that was supposed to come with us and uh, he didn't make it. So I was sending him pictures of the Willard Eye. I'm like, dude, what kind of snake is this? I don't know. And he's just like, you (laughs) son of a bitch like yeah so oh, yeah it's that kind I of know. stuff where it's like we kind of don't appreciate the rattlesnakes but you know yeah. um other people australia and uk they dig them like crazy so yeah i mean that's kind of my yeah that's
1: that's that's like that's like what we were talking about earlier in a larger scale it's like well should i go here and find this or should i go here tonight and it's like well should i go to arizona or should i go to freaking vietnam i mean it's it, it, obviously it's, you know, Arizona would be a cheaper trip, but to me, it's the same thing. If I'm going to, if I'm going to fly out to Arizona and rent a car and stay out there for 10 days and try to find everything, I'm going to be closing in on the three,
0: two or $3,000 mark, you know, mm-hmm. go somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. I'd sure. rather skip We're the-
3: definitely on the same page with this stuff. Yeah. I mean, this is uh, yeah. Kindred spirits on this stuff where it's like, I think the other bit of it that kind of had held us back previously in terms of Australia that, just wound up being so wrong is that people really have uh, pretty serious misconceptions around what it costs to do something like that. And how, Mm -hmm. if you, you know, if you know what you're doing, you can do that a lot more practically than people. And I don't know if they're just waiting to the last minute and that's driving everything up or what the deal is, but that was certainly something we saw is, you know, it's sort of pitched as huge and it's like, ah, man, that's your own poor plan. It costs you three times more.
0: Yeah. I was going to say,
3: I think, dude, I,
1: I literally think I spent, the entire trip i think cost me 3 grand maybe 3500 bucks like and i mean sure that's yeah it's a lot of money i'm not, i don't i, mm-hmm. I don't have money coming out of my ass like that but still like that's doable <laughs> if you're into reptiles and shit like that especially some of these dudes selling crazy snakes and shit yo sell a snake go on a fucking yes. trip dude yes yes don't yeah. buy a bunch of snakes at the next reptile show and go on a trip
0: mm-hmm. like
1: it, you know it's there the money's there like like people who keep reptiles yo, you got to have money to keep reptiles the shit ain't cheap so if mm-hmm. you got money to keep you know like if you got money to keep anything kind of that's you know high end then you have money to travel and you know yeah. make your choices
0: yeah Sell some and animals. and i mean you can you can also go with a group and that kind of alleviates some of it cuz you can share yeah. on the car rental on the you totally. know whatever you're the other stuff of that so it kind of alleviates a little bit but then it also is the added you got to make sure you go with people that you get along with otherwise you're going to kill each other in the middle of the australian outback so you know there's that whole <laughs> yeah, thing. you gotta but, be on
3: the same yeah, page man yeah you gotta be on the
0: same page with everybody but um yeah you can buddies. do it it's don't just go, don't go on yeah. like some random thing <laughs> don't go with strangers yeah <laughs> yeah i've never so, I've,
1: I've always you have any experience that with that been, frank like, not doing that no not really like going with people I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, I've met, so like the very, like actually, um, I mean, yeah, like, so I, I've met people for the first time in person, like in mm-hmm. a far-flung country, but I've definitely never gone on a trip with somebody that I've never talked to before. Like I, I, I wouldn't do that. Cause there's just, and I mean, I'm a pretty chill guy. I can get along with anybody, but I know that like just, just even my friends, it, they're hard enough to get along with on her trips. Cause everybody wants, you know, everybody's got, everybody has their own idea of what needs to happen. And everybody right. also has their right to have that idea because everybody's put money in and they've put time in and they're, they're there just like we're there. Mm-hmm. And so it's, you know, you like, like you said, you really got to be, you know, kindred spirits. You got to be on the same page and you got to be flexible with your buddies. And I, I would just make sure it's your buddies. Don't go with, a bunch of random people i would never go on some like organized crazy freaking hey we got like 20 strangers and we're all just going to pile into these cars and have this guide that's going to take us around i would never do some shit like that ever that sounds like a nightmare i'd rather go pay taxes <laughs> or stay in line at the dmv than do some shit like that
0: <laughs> we found Not the snake and it. now we're going to drive you to it yeah okay cool <laughs> yeah dude, no no and i i mean and I've
1: always been like, yo, know, I'll never do a guided trip. And I did a guided trip in Ecuador. Mm. And those guys ended up being becoming like my friends. And, I mean, the jungle is actually a totally different beast than kind of herping like in the desert. Like the jungle, especially like kind of Ecuador, Colombia, that kind of stuff. You need, you kind of need a guide. Like mm. really to, yeah. even get to, to get access into these parks and these places. And just to know where to go. Otherwise, you're literally, you're not going to find shit. The jungle is hard herping. Mm-hmm. It is not easy, dude. There's some jungles that are easy. Costa Rica is generally pretty like giving in terms of like letting you find things, but dude, like Trinidad and Tobago kicked my ass. Ecuador was pretty fucking tough. Uh, I mean, dude, jungles are tough. That tracky bow is something else though, bro. Guys can help you. Tracky bows are, yeah, those are, those were neat. Those were really cool. Um, That's something, man. Yeah, that was, I mean, those are, yeah, those are a trippy little snake. But like, yeah, I don't, I don't think we would have found though. I mean, maybe we would have, but I don't know. I just, I don't know. I would have been uncomfortable just because it's such a foreign land. Like Australia is mm-hmm. one thing and even South Africa is one thing. Be, but you can ask somebody like, hey, can I walk over here? And they'll be like, yes. But like down in Ecuador hmm. and shit, like g- generally you can't even find somebody to ask. And then if you don't speak Spanish, you're not going to be able to ask. <laughs> and it's just, it's pretty gnarly, dude. So Going down there with guides is, is you're, you're going to find more stuff. And the guides end up being really – a lot of the guides are, are really cool, very like interested dudes. It's not just some clown mm. who's like, oh, here's a snake. Here's another snake. It's like these dudes know their shit. Like They're like basically scientists and they really know what's up. Um, so, yeah, I would do that kind of guided stuff. But I would never do like some freaking Australian guided tour or some garbage like that. It wouldn't happen. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I would think I've, I've thought I've actually of often thought about like maybe leading a tour somewhere, mm. but I wouldn't be on one. <laughs> Sorry, did you right. really
0: want to what lead happened. the tour too? Because I mean, how many people would you have there? There, it's like they have right. no you're business out here doing crap, this. Man. Like, yeah, come on now, yeah. it's like I'd end up ditching yeah, the no, tour it be in whack, the middle of the jungle. Like, it's yeah,
1: that's probably what, yeah. I mean, the only <laughs> kind of what, like, what I've thought about is like because a lot mm. I've had so many people ask me, like, yo, like, how do you like how do you even do like the middle East, like Oman? Like, that's crazy. Isn't that like terrorist and all this shit. And I'm just like, I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe I could lead a tour and tell you how to do it. But no, I I, I don't think I would do it. But I mean, I've thought about like that kind of stuff, like countries where I've been where most people haven't like where they're like, no way that sounds sketchy. And it'd be like, no, you could do it. And I could open your eyes to some really cool things. And you could see that it's like, it's possible. Like there's not enough of us who do this kind of stuff and it's not that difficult to do. Like you were saying, Bob, it's not like it's not tough. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you get to go I mean, cool shit. Like you, you get to go to places on the planet like, you never go to or never thought you'd that's go what to. I'm saying. Like,
1: like, why wouldn't yeah. you want to? Like, I don't get I don't understand why more people aren't aren't doing this. Especially like you guys keep reptiles, don't you want to see them in the wild, or do you just like to see them in a little box? Like, do you don't want to see that in the like you know? These dudes are, I mean, guys that are keeping black-headed pythons or womas or, or you know, carpets, you guys make money. Those snakes aren't cheap, dude. Mm-hmm. Sell a couple of them. Or even, you know, knob geckos, they're not cheap. Fuck, yeah. no reptiles are really cheap, especially right now. Shit's expensive. And it's like, sell a couple things and go see them in the wild. It'll help your husbandry, number one. Number two, it'll just make mm-hmm. you more psyched on the animals. get mm-hmm. a lot of info from being out in the wild. You'll learn shit that you never knew possible. I don't care how much you think you know about the animals. You'll learn shit for sure.
0: hmm Oh so yeah, it's, and, and it's it just, brings it's a whole—it's cause. It's a whole new level. I mean, like it's a whole new appreciation. Like, I saw carpets in the wild. I have carpets downstairs. Like, it's—it brings a That's whole new level to it that you can just enjoy the hell out of it. So, and I've seen like, yeah, the, I, I, I have—I just... I mean, I had water—I py- have water pythons. I had water pythons, still do. Before I went to, the, to uh, Northern Territory, and we found them. So I got a new appreciation for those water pythons that are just brown snakes that bite the hell out of me every time I open the drawer. So like it's totally, yeah, so
1: totally like I've, yeah, I mean, that's, that's how I ended up keeping Angolan pythons because I have no business keeping Angolan pythons, but I was like, (laughs) well, shit, now I need to have some Angolan pythons. Yeah. It's a danger. (laughs) uh, You know, you find when when you find things, it really, yeah. You're like, yo, I want more of these because that was Mm -hmm. cool as shit. And to see them in the wild, there's nothing better. There's nothing better than to see them in the wild. Literally like nothing. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's such a high to see that kind of shit and it never goes away. I mean, it fades, but your whole life, it's, it's just crazy memories. You get to see crazy countries. You're that mm. guy that people want to talk to at the reptile shows or the parties or whatever. It's like, yo, this guy's been all over the world. What the, Like why, how, like it's great conversation starters. It's, you know, then you and you also just become less of an asshole because you've experienced other cultures and you you know how mm-hmm. chill sometimes, you know, like I was just as scared as anybody about like Muslim people and this, that and the other thing. And now that I've spent so much time in Oman, I have a totally different outlook on those kind of people. They're, they're nicer than us. Those people are fucking way nicer than Americans. <laughs> you know, you don't walk down the street in America and have friggin' multiple people invite you into their house for tea if they do they want to hurt you or take your money <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't do it don't do it yeah, if somebody you exactly. to your house for tea in america don't do don't it. do it it's exactly like
1: <laughs> so it's i mean traveling traveling does like incredible things for you and i've I've often thought like i wonder if i would travel so much without reptiles and i probably wouldn't honestly i probably wouldn't yeah. and so i'm so yeah. thankful having reptiles and the fact that it you know, really puts the fire inside me to go and travel and see him. So that's kind of like, it's just a great thing. And I hope that more people can experience that. That's kind of why I've been, you know, accepting to talk about this kind of stuff and and doing my YouTube channel and stuff like that is it's just like, I feel like it's such a big part of reptiles and the hobby. That's kind of just, it's such a subculture. It should be like super mainstream part of this hobby. Mm -hmm. Like, yo, that should be, huge like if you keep shit yeah. your goal should be to go see it like 100 and a lot of people don't it trips yeah. me
0: out i, I want to say it was it was right. a major part of it before captive breeding really took off because you was, used to have to go get the shit and then bring it back yeah. and then keep the shit so yeah way back yeah th- sure. now it's like we're so you know ingrained to it and you know i want to get Alterna, I'll just find an alterna breeder and buy it. Used to be you had to go and walk the cuts and find all that exactly. stuff. So it, it's kind of one of those things where it kind of has now become the backpedal. And there are some people who I don't think would ever set foot out of their the state that they were born in keeping animals that are from all over the world. And it's like I, I yeah, same same thing with you, dude. I like I, I don't think I would have traveled to Australia. Without keeping snakes, and if I did, it would be like the touristy bullshit. Arrive to Sydney, look at the opera house, like kind of crap. Like not right. like go out into the bush and and have an adventure. So it is kind of the appeal, and I do think more people. Dude, I get excited when there's a black rat snake in my backyard. Like it's now take that excitement yeah. and turn it up to like freaking eleven. So yeah,
1: totally cool. That's what, that's exactly, uh, that's exactly what I'm saying. And and it's just, it's such a, I don't know. It's just such a huge drive for me. It's, I mean, it's just hand in hand. I couldn't, I couldn't even see keeping reptiles without wanting to go and see them in the wild. Like that, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, I just keep reptiles. I have no business being in Australia. That'd be so fucking strange to me. So
0: weird. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So, uh, Rob, did we have. Do we have targets? Yeah, I got a couple of California. Go for it.
3: Yeah. Well, I just wanted to chat through. So um, in terms of the California stuff, I think the intent is really to do kind of an East of San Diego bit that maybe I know it's going to seem like even a small area, but maybe it's between like Borrego Springs down to Ocotillo over, you know, there's the mission trail stuff that's, you know, on Eastern San Diego, down to El Cajon, basically that kind of a region for like a, like a six or seven day deal trying to find, you know, uh, I really want to see the ham and die, the two stripe garters, you know, um, rosy boas. Um, those are kind of a couple big ones, sidewinders. Um, those are the things that jump out, obviously just the, the hell right. You know, the Oregonus. you know, just stuff that we haven't seen before, um, would fit into that box. Anything's going to be there. So,
1: I mean, that's, uh, that's a long trip for that area. That sounds like <laughs> to me. That sounds terrible. But um, that'd be. I mean, you you should have. You should. Can you guys see me? I'm trying to see if. Yeah. Yeah. Can yeah. You we see got me? you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just saw this little hide yourself thing, and I was like, I wonder if they can see me. Um. So. Yeah, I mean, you're you're spot on. You should be able to find everything down there in six days or so. Um, mm. And I only say that sounds terrible because that I. I'm I'm like Borrego kills me these days. It's just not what it used to be. It's, it's just, you just got to get it right. You got to hit it. You got to get there. I'd say like, I mean, it's just hard to get it right with the weather, man. The weather just controls everything down there. It's so fucking hot and it's so Mm -hmm. dry that you just get wrecked. And I've just gotten my ass handed to me so many times down there. It's like my backyard. And I know that the whole route you said, I know all of it very well. Um, you should find everything. No problem. The Hammond, you're going to have to find water at elevation. Um, Mm -hmm. so
3: that's running through that park, right. Mm -hmm. As you get further South down to, I mean, in the general sense, right. As it's kind but you know, from Julian.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, you need to be down kind of like the Lagunas and, um, Mount Palomar, that kind of area. There's a lot of, yeah kind of lakes and creeks and stuff at elevation, and you should be able to find them there. Yeah. Um, and also what's cool is you'll find Zonata up in that area, which is pretty dope. There's these down there. Um, and then up there is where you're gonna find your Oregonus or your, not Oregonus, you're gonna find your Helleri. Um, in terms of boas, I mean, the best thing to do for boas is just put your work in, do it. Just road cruise and walk right at dusk. They're usually out pretty early. So, mm. I mean, I've found quite a few boas right before dark. It's not even dark yet. It's it's still light out. Right. Have you guys found boas in Arizona?
2: No.
3: No, we, went, we were just east. We were like, it was funny, man, when you were talking about it. I mean, we were out of Sonita and uh, Portal was our deal on that trip. We did a couple days out of Portal okay. and then yeah. out of Sonita for a handful.
1: Yeah, so you're too far east for boas, but – um, yeah, so bow, I mean, sidewinders, I wouldn't even worry about those. You're, you will find those regardless whether you want to or not, you'll find sidewinders. Um, hell or I are kind of probably, those will be the toughest for you to find just because you're, those are at elevation. So if you spend some time up there looking for the Thamnophis, you'll probably find, um, some hell or I because like, it's, it's funny, They'll Like I did one trip, I have a video of it, I called it like the San mm. Diego Slam where I found all four crotalis in like a two-day trip yeah. or whatever.
0: That's awesome. And
1: I really have like one shot. I have one shot for Helleri and it's right before I drop down into the desert. And if I don't find them there, it's not going to happen. And so I was like, I didn't even have, that wasn't even my plan for the video. But when I found the Helleri, I was like, oh, okay, we could probably do this. Now that we're I can do this, this. yeah. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. friggin' pirates and um like specs and ruber and sidewinders those are fucking kate those are easy to find especially if you spend time down there i can offline i'll show you i could tell you guys all the spots you need to hit to find stuff but you just kind of want to plan your trip
3: i'd say yeah i mean i guess
1: like what would you okay may
3: i mean you want what about that april window
1: later than may you're I mean, if you can find historic like weather patterns where you think it's going to be warm enough, um, Mm. because it's there's a a spot that I think is right, but goes from cold. Yeah, it it goes from cold to fucking scorching in like two weeks. Yeah, and that period where it's where it's getting there is where you can really clean up. Otherwise, you kind of need to try to hit. There's no monsoons there, but if if there is some crazy freaking will of God storm that comes through. You got to hit that. Um, it's just tough, man. But, but even still, I mean, if you can get it to where the nights are going to be down in the, in the mid seventies, you should do pretty good because dude, Mm. I've I've been there when it's two o'clock in the morning and it's 103 degrees. Like it's, it's gnarly hot there. Jesus. So you just got to find a week that's not like that. Um, and if you do find a week that is, if you do find yourself there and it's too hot, your best bet's going to be to stay up in the mountains and go for zonata, go for um, go for your Thamnophis, look for Helleri. Uh There's gopher snakes up there. There's there's cal kings up there. There's there's cool stuff up there. Um, nice. I mean, if you're actually like if you're going to target z's, you got to go way earlier. Like March is usually when we'll find z's because um, I mean zonata. Once it starts to warm up, they really disperse from their from the outcrops and they just move. Mm-hmm. So if you can get kind of right when it starts getting warm enough for them to come to the surface, but they're still under rocks, that's when you can kind of really flip them at the, at the, at different rock outcrops and stuff like that. Otherwise, if it gets too warm and they start moving, it's kind of hit or miss on finding them. You can't, you know, cause I've gone sometimes right. where you'll literally flip a rock and there's three Z's under the rock and you're just like, Ooh, handful
3: <laughs> of freaking <laughs> red snakes. <laughs> yeah, we can and about that. And every,
1: everything's gone. Yeah. Right. I mean, there it's, there's good spots there. And, those mountains that you're talking about, east of San Diego, I mean, that's that's where the it used to be. I think it, it was yeah. Polkra. It's not It's just they're all yeah. There's Parvarubra and Pol- Polkra. I think Parvs are further. Right. That's San Bernardino. Are they I further believe. north?
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're in yeah. You're right. Thompson Polkra Mountain. is the San Diego.
1: Yeah, Polkra is San Diego. But so yeah, I mean, the the trip should be dope. You guys will find a lot of stuff. You can stay right in Borrego Springs. There's some good hotels down there, and there's restaurants and. And whatever, because you're not. I mean, camping at that—it's just—it's hot. It's camping's whack. Camping and herping are that—it's shit. It's not dope. Get a <laughs> hotel room. Get clean. Yep.
3: Get a, a oh, place and, to
1: come back and
3: relax dude. too. I Eric, it's really Guy. a shame Eric is not here because mm-hmm. you are my talisman, right? You're—we're just so on the same page, bro, that it's crazy. <laughs> like I keep—we do Airbnbs and stuff, and I get a ton oh, yeah. of heat for it, yeah. saying like. Oh, we're being soft and all this. And I'm just like, no, nah, y'all are, shit. you lost <laughs> your mind, bro.
0: <laughs> I don't give a shit. It's fine. Whether it's I, hotels, I'm,
3: Airbnb, something like that. Like, it's okay to go, yeah, you know, have Wi Fi, be able to charge a your shower, shower, take a shower, yeah. you know, yeah. go to the bathroom.
1: Totally. Totally. I want a restaurant. I want. I mean, especially if you're in the States, it's like, yo, dude, don't, you're not roughing it. No matter what, I don't give a shit if you are camping. You're,
2: you're not roughing it.
1: You're, you're in the fucking, you're, you're in your own
2: goddamn country. Like, you're
0: choosing gone. to be in the I backyard. Know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's not, I mean, if you want to rough it like that, then that's your choice, but it's not, there's no reason to do that, in my opinion. It's, it doesn't, I mean, to me, it's, it's counterproductive. You're not getting a good night's sleep. You're not getting yeah. clean. You're not, you're not getting energized. You know, like part of herping, dude, is staying out late as fuck and then sleeping in. Yeah, That's what tripped me yeah. out about West Texas, actually, to digress to that, man. I, I'm not mm-hmm. used to that kind of herping. That was brutal. You literally stay up all night and then you sleep all day. And it's I normally don't do that. Normally, I'm like, I herp till one, two, and then I'm done. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't need to stay out all night. And I seem to find what I need to find. So, um, but yeah, man, California, you guys should find you'll find Sidewinders in the lower desert. Um, up on the mountain slopes, you'll find Ruber and speckleds. And then at the tops when you're above probably, I don't know, a thousand feet or so, maybe 2000, probably a thousand. I don't even know the elevation crap, but you'll start finding, you'll, you'll find Helleri. Um, if you're anywhere like up towards San Diego and stuff, you can find Helleri and it's a good trip. If you haven't caught those animals before, you haven't seen those animals. Liar snakes are awesome. Glossies yeah. are dope. Night snakes are dope. Rosy boas. You'll find rosy Cow boas kind of all over. Mm. Cow kings. Um, I mean, the boas you can find in the low desert. You can find them at the elevation. You can find them mid-range. You can find boas all over the place. kyanactus um, is a really neat little shovel nose snake. They're really cool. tricolor. Yeah, 100%. They're black, white, and red. And they're really fun yeah. to keep, actually, because they're insect eaters. So you can feed them crickets, and they're, they're fucking rad, little snakes.
0: That's cool. Uh, but
1: that's my backyard, dude. Find banded geckos, the coleonics You can find um, in daytime. There's if it's not too hot. There's desert iguanas. There's big chuckwallas out. There's uh, there's some collared lizards down there. there it's, it's it's a fun trip. It's definitely worthy. I mean, that's where I like cut my teeth on herping. Was Brago. That's like literally like my very first like overnight herp trip was onto Brago. <clears throat> so it'll always hold like a place in my heart. But it's kind of like my last like right that's now awesome. it's just like fuck that i'm not going
3: there right the last place you'd want to go now i get that totally that's, you know yeah. that's no worries but i guess uh, viewed through the lens you know and there's a ton ton there and i take it in but is there viewed through that lens of saying hey these guys are going to come to fly into you know sd and they're going to go east do you have modifications to what i laid out there relative to us having seen precisely none of that stuff or no mm-hmm have you gone? Like you're gonna to say now, bro, you gotta go to Kingman. You know, like you know what I mean? Like, you know, just as a as no, no, well beforehand. <clears throat>
1: yeah. Your your spots are are I mean, where you 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 fly into San Diego, <clears throat> get your car. You don't need a four-wheel drive, everything's paved for the most part. Yeah, if you I mean you might get a Subaru or something because there's some sand down there and to right. get to some of these cuts and canyons and stuff, you might want to um do that. But you get the car. Mm-hmm. Get on the eight head east. You'll know when you're in habitat, it gets, it gets pretty dope pretty quick. Once you get outside of um, El Cajon, you're like, you're pretty much in the good stuff. Um, Lakeside, El Cajon area. If you have time and you want to mess around in Lakeside, there's some hikes out there where you can find some snakes. Um, Down by, I just, I don't know why I'm drawing blanks on freaking city names today. So gnarly. What was the, t- you said a town, Bob Applegate used to live there. Campo. Um, Campo. There's a place, there's a, there's a, it's pretty well known. So I'll talk about it. It's called the flume. It's a big, it's basically like a, a drainage canal that runs along the side of the, of the cliff and it's concrete and it's pretty deep. And back in the day, I haven't been there for a long time, but back in the day, dude, snakes would drop down in there and you could just freaking walk in there mm-hmm. and find snakes. We found the biggest rubber I've ever seen in there. Um, I found speckles there. I found, um, Salvador, which is like patch nose snakes. I've yeah, found Xantusia henshaw, awesome. which is the granite night lizards in there. There's bats and shit. It's pretty rad. And it's right off. I can't remember the name of that highway. Um, but it's right, it's right in Campo. And that kind of whole area, that Campo lakeside billboard, freaking um, Alpine area. You're going to find a lot of like, that's, that's, you know, there's Ruber, there's Specs, there's gopher snakes. Probably some cow kings. Um, You just got to, you know, you got to get lucky. You got to hit it. You got to hit it good. And um, hold on a second. Let me plug this computer in. And you got to be persistent, like you guys know. Um, It's (laughs) hit or miss. But a lot of times that that area can be pretty good. So you can kind of clean up there. And then when you drop down into the desert, man, just cruise the roads. Just um, you can... You want to be outside of the park, obviously, and but there's 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 a decent amount of yeah. habitat yeah. outside of the park, right around Borrego Springs, where you can road cruise, and you'll find your sidewinders, you'll find gophers, um, you'll find glossies and stuff like that, and then even in the park, as long as you're not, as long as you're not taking anything, you're not collecting, you're not, you know, driving around with something in your car. 'Cause I mean sometimes like you know, if I wanna if sure. I want to take photographs and I find a sidewinder outside the park, I'll bag it, take it back to the hotel, photograph it, and let it go the next day. I don't have a problem with that. But you don't want to obviously you yeah. don't wanna do that in the park and you don't want to be driving through the park with animals in your bag because if you get pulled that's over – that's the funny like, bit about uh, Big
3: Bend National Park or the state park, man. That I ran in oh, just, I was thinking that same deal, right? If you're like, okay, so we you were in around. Presidio <clears throat> and you went to Lajitas, like you're running through there, man. If you got anything in that car no matter mm-hmm. where you yeah, but actually the thing, dude, from, it up, from from
1: from who I've from who I've talked to the road is not the park
3: I, that just seems i, I agree not. I mean that's what Brian was saying it just seems so you know there are things well, I, that court so problems I, and things that don't you know yeah for sure and uh, I mean I've looked at the
1: I've looked at the map of the actual park and it technically doesn't doesn't go to the road um so you know, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. And then, you know, the, the mm-hmm. national park, we would just avoid, we would just drive around the park. We just wouldn't go through it. But I mean, most of the time we really weren't collecting anything.
3: <clears throat> My buddy took a hundred percent. Yeah. We're the, out, I mean, out, we're the same one. That was about but... it. But Like, I mean, he collected
1: the alternate, of course, everybody mm-hmm. would, but he collected an alternate and a suboc. Other than that, I don't think that we collected anything else. I'm trying to remember, I'm trying to think. <laughs> no, I think that was it. But, um, in terms of California, though on Borrego, especially in that that spring kind of late springtime, Fish and Wildlife's down there, and they're they're looking for people that are poaching and, and collecting in the mm-hmm. park. And as long as you're not doing that, they won't bother you. They'll want to see you know make sure you have your your California fishing
0: license and permits. Yeah, um, and
1: that's, right. We've you know, heard about that about the fake there.
3: rope snakes and all.
1: Yeah, I've actually I've never dude. The only one of those I've seen is is uh, on what is it Piper Hill in in West Texas. There's a (laughs) rubber alternate out there, but I've never (laughs) seen, I haven't seen one in California. I don't think they're doing it that much anymore, but um, you know, you know, the rules you guys have heard enough to where you just do your thing, do it outside of the park, find what Mm -hmm. you're going to look for. You can road cruise in the park. You find stuff, hop out, take photos, move it off the road and be done with it. Yeah. And I mean, Borrego can be real good, good and it can be not so good, but I mean, generally I find stuff like my buddy who actually was my guide in Ecuador he came mm. out real quick and I took him down to Borrego and he was like, all I want to see is, I just want to see a Sidewinder so bad. I was like, Borrego, we'll see one for sure. Took him there, saw three. So nice. that's should, awesome. you guys should be able to nail it pretty good. Shouldn't be a, shouldn't yeah. be hard. Six days you'll be, you'll be done with it. You'll be like, all right, let's go.
0: Sidewinders <laughs> are on my list. So yeah, you'll yep. see him. You'll see him.
3: You. I knew you would come for you, Alan. Uh, one you. other thing that we, <laughs> to, to bring us back. Um, mm. You talked about the importing stuff
0: mm-hmm. and
3: the thing that jumped to mind is, you know, kind of talking through maybe the historical ability to import Australian stuff from Europe. I know it, it always to me, if people have been around long enough and exposed to that for long enough, then they kind of know that it ebbs and flows based on different offices and different things that it's run through and all that stuff. And maybe right. we're at a, an ebb at this point, but I don't know. Take that where you want to take it.
1: I mean, it's the problem with that right now. The problem with what's happening is that fish and wildlife is kind of, they were in an upheaval. I don't think they had a president. Uh, They might now. I think they do. I think they have, there's some woman that got elected as the, as the U S fish and wildlife, but Mm. for a long time, they were kind of just working like agency to agency. And some guys were like, Oh, this is Lacey act. And other guys were like, no, it's not, or just not even caring. And Mm. I mean, completely being completely honest, we are, I mean, we know that technically, you know, it, it probably is Lacey Act shit. Um, but at the same time, some of it isn't. If it's kept some paperwork. It's-
3: well, and if it has paperwork, like who's – what's it to me, random dude, to be a – Fundamentally enforcing the laws of this different country, that I'm not, mm-hmm. that country has no interest in me doing that or, you know, has given me no authority to do that. And alternatively, exactly. right? Well, it's like the paperwork says it's fine, but I'm going to say that somehow that that is corrupted based on nothing other than my opinion. Right. I mean, well, so from what I heard um, was that
1: Australia actually did send Fish and Wildlife some papers or, you know, they basically said, hey, there's a huge influx of smuggled animals coming from number 1 like Hong Kong, number 2 Germany that are coming into the USA and we would like you to confiscate them. And mm-hmm. so some guys are like fuck that whatever and other guys are like yo let's go get them and let's stop this freaking terrible <laughs>
0: fucking menagerie. Stop it. You, yeah, yeah. Whatever. And
1: you know, so so it seems here. like to me it's like well Florida is they seem to not be allowing Australian stuff in Atlanta seems to not be allowing Australian stuff in. And then there's some other ports that are allowing Australian stuff in. Um, And so I'm just going to not really go much further on that because I don't want those ports to be like, Oh shit, we should probably not let stuff in. And that's kind of where I was like, and I'm, I'm friends with a lot of the, like, like Russ Gurley, for example, I don't know if you guys know Mm -hmm. him, but I'm friends with Russ. But he's just—he's constantly talking about it. So it's like, hey, dude, let's just let a sleeping dog lie, dude. We all want to keep these animals. And we all kind of like know – we know Australia's laws. We know our laws. We know that there's a gray area. We know some animals were legally imported. I know that animals are legally imported to this day, even though they will tell you that we never, ever, ever allow export. The fuck you don't. I know for 100% fact that American zoos – trade with Australian zoos regularly. And some mm-hmm. of those American zoos are not super fucking uptight and they'll release animals to the general public. And so mm-hmm. there's definitely legal Australian animals here. And yeah. so that's kind of our side of like the argument where it's like, dude, you know, this shit, there, there's, there's LA Zoo just traded with Sydney Zoo. They got fucking cotta, They traded fucking Komodo dragons. Like, and, you know, LA Zoo's not going to release animals to the public, but they might trade to freaking oklahoma zoo or tallahassee zoo who might release animals to the public right i've had freaking zookeepers buy animals from me i've had zookeepers offer me animals not like Mm -hmm. on a shady way like straight up legal like say hey we'll we'll do a trade with you as the zoo and so it's it's just a big gray area and i just when i import for people and they're like hey i want to import um uh i want to import a bunch of Strophorus or i want to import some Agernia, or something like that i'll just tell them look I haven't had any problems with animals getting seized. Multiple people have. Mm -hmm. I've imported Australian animals legally with paperwork since then. But there's a risk and the risk is yours. It's not mine. That's your risk. If the animals get taken, there's literally nothing I can do for you. I can Mm -hmm. tell you that the animals got taken, but I can't go in there and argue for you. It's not going to do me any good or you any good. And the best thing to do when an animal gets seized is to say, hey, okay, we made a mistake by importing this. I'm sorry. Seize the animal. Please let the rest of the shipment come through. That's kind of how it works. And I mean, I don't I don't really see an end to that, honestly, because they they keep moving the freaking they keep moving the goalposts. Mm. But if we make too big of a stink about it, they're just going to be like, yo, fuck you guys, and we're not going to do it. shut it
0: down it. entirely. Kind of yeah.
1: like, like I saw something on Facebook the other day about FedEx. Everyone was, well, we're going to make this petition because FedEx keeps making all of our animals late. You know, FedEx will just say, yo, fuck <laughs> shipping live <laughs> They animals. don't have to
0: do shit. They don't have to ship animals. <laughs> I'm done. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, even,
1: I think I responded. I was like, you guys are out of your fucking minds, dude. Like, don't poke the bear. Do you have any wait, idea wait, how wait, good wait, it, wait, it is? Wait. That FedEx allows us to ship live animals. If you guys go to to them with a, exactly, and if you guys go to them with some crazy petition like we're some sort of big force, no, no, don't do that. You'll shut it, the whole we, fucking – you will shut this trade down if you do that shit.
0: We used to have to get approved and you used to have to label them as fragile computer parts or like Dude, mixed nuts me. or some bullshit. Like it, I remember. Don't I remember. do US, it. US, Like USPS. You have no <laughs> idea how good it is right now with FedEx. Yeah, yeah it pack. sucks but come on. No, it's just packed for two days. Packed for two yeah. days. If your
1: animal's in good shape and you packed it right, your animal should live in that box for a fucking week. So, yeah. Quit tripping. Pat I mean, some that of that Australian stuff it made it a month,
0: bro. Yeah. You know? Fucking a. Dude, and you know what? If you have that bad of an idea about it, ship Delta. Good luck with those prices and enjoy the same fucking headaches. Do Delta. Do do something yeah. like that. And
2: so, you're going to get the
0: same headaches of like, I, I've been at Delta. And I've been there, standing there, going, like, there's my box. I can see it. They're like, we don't have it in our system. I'm like, it's right <laughs> the fuck there. And oh they're like, gosh. you can't come in and get that. I'm like, cool. I'll just stand here staring at my box. Thank you. And yes, they're like, dude. so your plane landed two hours ago. I know. It's right there. So, yeah. I mean. Yeah. And they just it's and it's insane that they just, like.
1: And it's live animals. And I get it. Trust yeah. me. I get super frustrated with FedEx. But I also know that that they're. They're actually on our – I wouldn't say they're on our side, but they're
0: very necessary it's not people. against us. <laughs> yeah. They're not yeah. actively trying to hurt us Like of like yeah. so many other things. Like it is – Exactly. So chill the fuck it's, out, people. It's almost like you want – like there's – I think there were some people who were like we're going to write to sterilite to say that they – we enjoyed the bins before they changed them because they fit in our racks a little bit better. I'm like they don't give a shit. We're not supposed to be using them anyway. I was going to say so, exactly. They'll call it <laughs> And say, hey,
1: these guys are keeping snakes in our tiny yeah, little fucking shut bins. Like, dude,
0: up. don't <laughs> like fucking it's not helping. So it, whatever.
1: Yeah, but no, we need to just, yeah. It's like, yo, if you just, just make it work. There's yeah. bins. There's other bins. You know, it's shipping. <laughs> like I said, dude, ship for, a, ship for a delay. Hopefully, mm-hmm. it's not. If it is, you know, use your heat pack. Use your freaking phase twenty two. Make sure it's insulated. Make sure your animal's in good shape. Make sure mm-hmm. it already shit. It's not eaten the day before you ship it. And make it happen, dude like come on man otherwise you have no business fucking shipping animals
0: yeah don't feed it it an hour before yeah exactly (laughs) it's crazy here's my here's your mitten warmer i hope you make it it's like no
1: (laughs) yeah yeah don't use fucking hand warmers either (laughs) spend the money yeah Yeah. get the the 40 hours get the 72s if you need them man Mm -hmm. and learn how to ship learn how to pack use your fucking head it's not that hard like nobody tells you how to do it you figure it out you don't put the freaking heat pack don't and also yeah you don't pack the heat pack or the box full of heat packs because i've had that happen trust me i've gotten some i've had the dude i've had fedex call me and be like yo come and get this box because it fucking stinks it's on fire yeah (laughs) yeah no and i get there and i open it up and there's a freaking roasted animal in it and i'm just like yo bro you're shipping to california and you put like eight fucking heat packs in this freaking 10 by 10 square box
0: and it's what August. Yeah, yeah. I
1: could
0: have put yeah. a turkey
1: in here, and I could have eaten it by the time it got <laughs> me. Like, what the fuck, man?
0: But you know, that's,
1: that is what it is. But guys, I gotta go and get a Christmas tree. So
0: no, nah, dude. Yeah. This we're at the two-hour mark. Man. This is this has been awesome. Uh, why we'll why have to have you back your... to talk
3: some captive yeah, stuff. Get back. We should probably talk about geckos at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was gonna so. say I'm, I'm,
1: uh, I like doing this stuff. So I'm, anytime you guys want me, I'm down to do it. Yeah. Dude, throw
0: your Random. channel out there for anybody who wants to come check out your stuff. Anything like that.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's Reptilian Diaries, and uh, it's YouTube. It's not some giant freaking channel, so you'll have to search it and probably scroll through a bunch of other shit channels before you find it. But it is me, and it is herping, and um, that's that's what it mostly is. For right now, that's really all it is, is, uh, is field herping. I've kind of tossed the idea back and forth about doing some captive stuff, and I might um, if I ever get my shit together and kind of make my room into what I want to, want to, want to make it into. And if I do do that, it'll be, it'll be cool. It won't be some, some stupid shit. So, um, you know, I'd appreciate if you guys come and watch it, leave your yeah. good comments, leave your bad comments, whatever. And, uh, I'm, I don't have a schedule because I, I have like a pretty busy life right now. So it's not like, Oh, I put out videos every fucking Sunday. I put out videos whenever mm-hmm. I can. Um, I just put out the first episode of West Texas a couple weeks ago. The second episode should be—I don't fucking know, dude. A couple <laughs> weeks, <laughs> maybe not. I mean, I haven't. I've started it. It's the good episode. It's where we find a bunch of stuff. I, I gave a spoiler earlier about mm. what we found. Yeah, that alternative uh, photo. A uh, mm-hmm. couple of yeah, we did uh, a yeah. couple alternate We 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 did pretty good. Didn't find some some stuff I was looking for, but we did good enough. So I got that and then I have another little kind of series I do called A Closer Look where we'll focus on one animal and um, kind of, you know, that's, I go into a little bit of captive keeping there, but we'll just kind of look at, look closer at them instead of just being like, oh, here's a coleonics and let it go. I'll, I'll be like, yo, here's colionics, Here's all the species. Here's how we keep them. Here's how we breed them. Here's babies. Here's eggs hatching, blah, blah, blah. So that's Reptilian Diaries. Check it out. Um, and like I said, just be patient with the episodes because I'll keep putting them out but it's not like some weekly shit it's monthly or every two weeks or whatever. So thank you guys so much for having me yeah, man, and uh, enjoyed it. Hopefully one day we'll get to meet in person and uh, maybe go herping or something.
0: Yeah, man. Sounds good. Man. And thanks for coming on and we'll have you come back and you can educate us on some geckos and stuff like that. And more field herping shit. Sweet.
1: Let me know All if you guys been right, in California, hit me up and uh, we can, we can talk about locales and stuff.
0: We'll do. Cool. Awesome. Thanks Frank. Yep. Later. All right, Rob. So I guess we'll do the um, closing things because I have stuff here that I was um, told under penalty of death to make sure it got out to the public. Um, first thing is that calendars are available on the website, MoralityPythonRadio.com. Go ahead and check those out. I believe they're $20 plus shipping or $20 shipped. It's something. So, uh, go get the calendars now so that you can get them all set up for the new year. Uh, so, those are out. Also, if you wanted to email suggestions or have questions on the show, the email is info at mariapythonradio.com. Also, we are getting close to the holiday show. So, if you wanted to, send us your list of grievances that you wish to air they would see go ahead and send those to info at make sure you include your name so we can give you a shout out if we read them on the air uh for that show that is going to end up being the 16th of december so uh that'll be a live stream that eric and i will do so double check that we'll be having Me too fantastic- buddy bear you can't miss about out. To say I'm getting there. I would say we'll have fantastical guests like Mr. Rob stone and various other people that will drop by. It's a, it's a fun, fun endeavor. Um, and then also for the socials, we have the Instagram, the Facebook and the YouTube channel. Go ahead and give a like to the NPR network and the NPR, uh, YouTube channel. Uh, Also, make sure you go ahead and join the Patreon at the Inland level. If you join the Inland level, I think you get a free calendar. And also, you are invited to the monthly live streams, which is with Eric, me, Riley, Lucas, sometimes Rob jumps in there too. We talk about anything you guys want to talk about, a bunch of different topics, anything you want. Also, the Teespring store is up and running, so if you want any kind of NPR merch, Rogue merch EB Morelia merch Carpet Fest merch It's all over there Go ahead and j- go ahead there And you can make your purchase there And they'll have it shipped to you Directly from the Teespring store uh, If you are gearing up for the season Remember we have the uh, MPR 2022 season Hashtag going on On the Instagram Let us know what your pairings are Let us know what you got going on For this breeding season We'll probably revisit If we See your stuff, and it's it's really cool. Eric and I will love to talk about that kind of stuff. So definitely give that a a look over on the Instagram. Uh, Rob, do you have anything else you want to throw out there for the people?
3: High Plains Herp on Instagram, but mostly no. I got to put some some seasonal things on that hashtag, and we'll be good to go. See see all December sixteen, and be super fun.
0: Yeah, I like how Rob's like it. If you see me in public, please leave me be <laughs> like, it's like, um, so, uh, for us, it is rogue reptiles.com, uh, rogue underscore reptiles on Instagram. And, of course, Rogue Reptiles on Facebook. Uh, Upcoming shows is the January 4th Hamburg show. I somehow secured a table there. I believe I had to sell my soul and my firstborn, but I will be there. Um, Also, there will be a show in Oaks, Pennsylvania that I'll be vending as well. I I have olive pythons right now. I don't know why they're still here. Like, you know, there's a ton of olive pythons kicking around my house. So uh, jump on that and a bunch of carpets as well. So that's we all we have. We didn't have to go to Dorat
3: Road. We just needed to go to Birdsboro. I guess that's what you're telling God
0: damn me. Goddamn right. Yes. you're. Got, there's, there's so many hollow pythons here. So, um, but that's all we have for everybody tonight. So we'll say thank you all for listening. And we'll catch everybody back here next week for some more Amrelia Python Radio. Good night.